Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is Fucking Talking Shit with Eagle, episode 276. I can't believe the guests I got hanging out with me tonight. I am so, so looking forward to this. Doggo, Doggo the Hut, tell us how you're doing today and where we can find you. Hey, what's happening? Uh, I'm doing doing great, Eagle. Thanks for having me. Um just uh, all the same spots. It's at Doggo the Hut, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, uh, on YouTube as well. Uh, my old URL still works, youtube.com slash um, Doggo the Hut. Uh, it still still works and still live. That actually never went away. Um, just, you know, the, the content was down, but uh, but that's, that's where to find me. So, so I am very stoked about that. Uh, being able to speak with you tonight uh you know like i was telling you roughly before the show there i have tons of respect for you my friend tons and tons of respect for you thank you i think that uh we all owe a special little thanks for uh you know getting this kind of format started you know there was videos out you know we all know there was cannabis content before all this but you were the first to you know start uh making it live you know involving the live aspect of it but what i thought was really can't cool take credit about for what the you first. guys did what you and you guys did was bringing bringing the community together trying to lasso everybody up and make good uh that's the part i you know i've always respected uh 100 about what you guys were doing well thank you I, I appreciate that uh it bringing everyone together is uh <laughs> It's a lot harder than it looks, uh, and it comes with a lot of, of, of stuff on the back end um, that you never really get to, you know, or you don't even necessarily want to deal with publicly. Um, I, I will correct you, though. I cannot take credit for the first because I was actually inspired by Bubble Man. So I got to give I got to give credit to Bubble Man and Hash Church uh, because that was actually the first show I watched. And the reason I started GrowTube was because I got upset that they never talked about how to grow. And I said, someone needs a show like this on how to grow cannabis. Like, I, this is great. I don't need a whole show on washing hash. I want to, you know, learn how to grow the plant. Uh, and that's how it started. And um, it w- was, you know, supposed to be like a once a month or once every couple of week thing. Started off as an experiment and it just took off into a week. In the first year and a half, we went every week, every single Friday for over a year. I forget. It was like a year and three months was the initial run every single Friday. We didn't miss a single one. Um, and then that, that was rough. <laughs> and we took our first break. <laughs> well, it was a great thing, that's for sure. I mean, everybody latched right on to it, that's for sure. There was so much knowledge being dropped there. You know, it was the place to be on Fridays, that's for sure. And it's still uh, it's still available. I know a lot of people ask where can they catch the GrowTube. Uh, it's still all available at High Times TV. So if you go to tv.hightimes.com or if you have the app there, um, my channel and the GrowTube and all the Weed Life episodes is all still archived there. So even though it's not on YouTube any longer, you can still go to High Times TV uh, and catch everything archived there.
Well, that's good because, you know, a lot of people were panicking when we, they seen a lot of that content going down. That's for sure. There's a lot of great content for it to just kind of fade away. That's for sure. Yeah, it was, you know, the first purge happened in 2018, I want to say. Uh, yeah, I'll never forget because it was the Cannabis Cup and we all woke up and went to the cup and everyone was like, where's where's our YouTube page? <laughs> it was the SoCal cup of 2018. Uh, and miraculously on April 20th, everyone's, you know, channel just disappeared from YouTube. Uh, when we got home from the cup, uh, went ahead and actually uploaded everything to Vimeo after that, even paid for the premier service. We were even looking at potentially trying to do an app, get an app made you know, from Vimeo. They offer an app service. And even halfway through that process, they shut the channel down there and uh, refunded us our money and uh, said thanks but no thanks and so that was you know the first kind of period there where there was nothing and then we eventually were able to re-back it up on youtube um you know and then this this most recent time i know this most recent time all the content went down it was relatively sudden uh you know and, and i wish uh you know i could explain more about that to people and i know a lot of people were upset but you know just for personal reasons the content had to disappear uh relatively quickly so, uh, but that's all been taken care of now. And so, you know, we're slowly coming back out of the woodwork. Um, but uh, at the same time, the short little break recently, at least for me, gave me a chance to kind of reevaluate what I was doing as a YouTube creator. Uh, you know, what did I want to, to do with this channel? You know, kind of what was my purpose? Uh, I, I always, I like to use this analogy. I've been ex explaining to people lately. It's like Bob Ross with a blank canvas. You know, the, the first channel was great. We had GrowTube. We had this great thing, and it was wonderful, and that was taken from us. The second one, second canvas was thrown up and kind of tried to recreate the first canvas in haste, and it kind of worked, but not really. Uh, and there was, you know, especially towards the end there, um, as everyone started to go their separate ways, it just wasn't really working. Um, and then personal things came up, and so it was like, all right, well, let's just get rid of this canvas. So now we have a blank canvas Um and taking a whole new approach to everything and it's working out good so far and you know we've grown relatively quickly so i can't thank everyone enough for you know uh, i think within a couple of weeks we're back up to 1200 subscribers on youtube uh, so thank you for that i'm sure a lot of people are watching in chat right now and hello to the chat i don't believe i've officially said hello to chat yet i am watching and, and reading i'm sorry i'm not typing it's hard to type and think and answer questions and smoke at the same time <laughs> but we're doing it Well, it is hard to keep uh, content going, uh, that's for sure. Uh, and, and keeping it backed up was something that yeah, I learned from you guys from all that mess, for sure. You know, I, I try to keep mine as backed up as possible, you know, almost nightly as the episodes are done. I try to download them uh, just for my sake, just for... And then I actually was bummed out. Uh, we're talking about computers right before the show here. It I had this this uh, pavilion here loaded up with episodes, and then it was like three weeks ago, it blue screened out on me. I had to send it out, and everything was lost. Every little, <laughs> every little thing I had on yep. here was back gone. it up, I'm back like, everything Man. up. So I need to back up the backup. <laughs> yeah, I have a backup of everything, all my content. But even then, I believe there's there's two maybe three episodes of GrowTube that I just don't have. They've been lost 
to the ether because I just never downloaded them in time or forgot or, you know, and didn't get the backup of the backup. <laughs> yeah, we live and learn. We live yep. and learn. That's for sure. For sure. So I guess let's, you know, tell what you can, I guess. We tried to find out a little bit, you know, about you and your journey through cannabis up till now. So is there any chance you could uh, talk to us a little bit about your uh, first first instances with the cannabis plant? Sure, absolutely. Time? It's quite hilarious, actually. Um, yeah, the first time I smoked cannabis, I was 19 years old, uh, had a huge panic attack, thought I was going to die. <laughs> uh, I went and visited my buddies. Uh, uh, one of the first times visiting a fraternity Um you know, he went off to a big four-year college and I stuck around. I went to also went to a four-year school, but went to like a smaller engineering school locally. And so I, I went to visit my buddy, uh, you know, my guitar player and singer in my band at the time, went and visited him and uh, was in his frat house. And, you know, and it was like a Saturday afternoon or whatever. And, you know, like, hey, you want to try weed? Sure. And I, you know, smoked a bowl, sat there and, you know, didn't know what to expect. And it kind of went around the circle again, didn't feel nothing. Took another hit, pass around. Then, you know, no one explained to me that, you know, weed takes like 10 minutes or so, you know, to kind of like really kick in. I was expecting some like instantaneous effects. And then I'm sitting there and I tell them, like, you know, I don't, I'm not like, I don't feel nothing. And they're like, oh, okay, well, here, smoke, you know, here. They like <laughs> packed up a fresh bowl, <laughs> gave it to me. Here you go, have another hit. <laughs> Took like another two or three hits and I'm just sitting there. And then all of a sudden I'm like, man, like my mouth is really dry. Like I need some water, you know? And I got up and started walking towards the kitchen to get some water. And as I started walking down the hallway, it like, boom, hit me. Just like everything instantly went numb. Couldn't feel anything that like, I felt like I was floating, started kind of shaking and shivering a little bit. I'm like, what's going on? Like, I can't. I can't feel anything like what, like just full freak out, like full meltdown. Um, and that lasted about four hours. <laughs> and they eventually like, I'll never forget it. Cause they brought like everyone to the room. We watched revenge of the nerds. They put like a movie on and everyone was trying to calm me down. And it took like a good four hours. Um, that was the first time I smoked cannabis and I was like, never again. I'll never do it again. Later that same weekend, I tried it again at the same frat house and I just like a small, like one or two hits. And uh, the rest of that night for the party, I was just like, I couldn't even drink because I was just so like not used to it. And I guess, I don't know if I was hypersensitive to it. And uh, it just felt like it wasn't, it wasn't for me. And I really never paid attention to it after that. I tried it like, you know, a handful of times, less than five times total, I would say. Uh, and it wasn't until I was 32 years old. Um, and at this point, I had, you know, two kids, really stressful job, trying to climb, climb the corporate ladder and had tried a couple different things to help with stress, tried, you know, Prozac uh, and another kind of like anti-stress thing the doctors recommended. And I stopped that because the moment I was on it after a week or two, I could feel it messing with, you know, the chemicals in my head. And I just didn't I could tell something was off and I didn't like like what that stuff was doing to me and that that wasn't that wasn't the answer um so it was a combination of that plus the fact that i have two degenerative discs uh in my uh, upper back 
And so uh, I was extremely overweight at the time and, you know, stress, overweight, these degenerative, degenerative discs. I didn't want to take Vicodin. You know, I couldn't really sleep longer than three, four hours at a time in bed because of my back and everything would lock up. And like jokingly, my doctor's like, you know, have you ever tried cannabis? Like, you know, like you just need to, like you just need to calm the fuck down, bro. <laughs> you know? And I was like, no, I, I can't. Uh, I told my doctor the whole story. And he was like, just maybe find some friends and, do, you know, change your setting, um, you know, and, and start slow. And that's kind of what happened. Um, I had some friends, you know, I've always, it's always kind of been around in circles and got with some friends and was introduced to it very, very slowly uh, as an adult, you know, 32. And it changed, it changed my life pr profoundly. Um, I could sleep at night. Uh, you know, I slept like a baby. Uh, you know, it helped with all my, my mental, um, uh, you know, sh all my stress levels, my blood pressure came way down all my, you know, uh, what's what I'm looking like the blood work, everything like cholesterol levels, everything started to normalize, started to lose weight, wasn't as stressed out. And I noticed all these effects, like just not just, you know, from the effects of getting high and in the moment, but throughout my life in general, just being calmer, my attitude overall as a person, as a human, uh, I definitely became a lot more spiritual. Uh, as you know, I always tell people I was a religious man. Now that I, you know, use cannabis, I'm a spiritual man. Uh, I made that conversion, if you will. And it really has had this profound effect to where, yeah, now I want to teach people how to grow. This is what I want to do. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm in corporate America now, but I don't know how long that's going to last. Uh, you know, all I have is a 401k. I need some kind of a retirement plan. And, you know, this is it. Cannabis is it. I can always grow plants in my backyard when I'm older, you know, and, and breed seeds and, and things like that. So while I can and, you know, while I have the luxury to be able to do this as, as a hobby, this being growing in YouTube and podcasting, coming on your show, you know, I have a wife and kids that are very uh, uh, caring and enthusiastic and, and they're behind me and, and, uh, you know, my message about cannabis because they lived with me. They saw what a profound change it had on my life, our life as a family. And so, yeah, I'm just very fortunate to hear just doing my thing, you know, love me or hate me. Um, there's a lot of people who disagree with some of the decisions I've made along my path and that's cool. Um, you know, good vibes your way. I try not to make enemies, you know, you do your thing, I'll do mine and it's all good, but that's, that's kind of, the start of cannabis for me and you know we'll quickly you know a lot of steps along the way leading to here but that was really kind of what got me going that's quite the path quite the path and it did seem to like take off from for you uh pretty quickly it seems like i i do remember the first youtube days and that seems to be coincide with right about that time right there when you, mm -hmm. you know, first started smoking i remember you pretty much saying i'm a new smoker you hadn't dabbed yet mm -hmm. <laughs> hadn't taken your first dab yet you were still like barely smoking a little bit but uh man you seem to uh just kind of fall right into the right place the right time everything seemed to to point all the arrows seemed to have pointed to cannabis for you <laughs> i mean i don't know how big of a hint you could have well, and if, if you would have asked me a year before all that, you, you know, like if you would have asked me at 31, 
you know, hey, will you be, you know, growing cannabis a year from now? I'd be like, you're crazy. Like, I don't even touch that stuff, <laughs> you know? Uh, and now it's, yeah, it's such a, such a huge part of my life. Um, you know, and then I, I still try and carry that message too, that, uh, you know, cannabis has such a bad stigma, uh, you know, in, in even now I'm taking a different approach. Uh, I was a lot of careless with what I did before, but not realizing the effects of having a cannabis YouTube channel and what that means to my corporate life. Because um, it does affect your corporate job. People still look at it differently, you know, and it's very interesting. You can, you know, even now with corporate calls and, in, in, you know, in the post-COVID life, everyone's doing happy hours and everyone's drinking on camera, but, you know, no one's going to bust out a joint in the middle of a corporate happy hour, you know. Um, and it, there's still a very, not everyone's public with it. And that, that's what I've learned. And, and I think um, that's what I was insensitive to when I first started cannabis you know, when I, I came in and I started into cannabis for all the wrong reasons, you know, I came in with, uh, uh, I tried to do this startup called Santa Cruz Bakeware. It was a storage container company um, and just came at it from an outside angle, not really understanding what the stoner culture was about um, and, and being insensitive to those things that there is this culture of like, no, we kind of keep everything secret, um, not because we want to. Uh, but because we we all have to, um, right? You know, it's not legal everywhere. It's not federally legal. And as I, as I got more involved with the industry and learned these things, I realized how my approach was wrong and all the things I was insensitive to as an outsider coming in. Um, I feel like I have a much different approach now, having having kind of been in, you know, the industry, you know, seven or eight years now and, and, and going through everything. Um, but it was a rough a lot of cuts and bruises and tripping and falling and stumbling along the way to get here, <laughs> but I wouldn't have had it any other way. Uh, that's how I learned. I learned the hard way, you know? So, um, it's how it is. Uh, takes, I've been known to take a few bumps and bruises in some lessons myself. So don't feel bad. Sometimes I'm our, the ones we need to learn are because we've had to learn them the hardest, you know, the reasons why they were so necessary is because they had to be learned and they needed to be learned the hard way. So yeah. they would stick. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'll dive into my, you know, star Wars nerdisms here, but to quote Yoda, you know, the greatest failure teacher is, uh, and it, that's the truth, you know? So, I take that mindset of fail fast, fail often. I give people that same approach in the garden too. Um, you know, you, you, if you think there's a problem, sure, change one thing, but try it. And if you fail, fail quickly and then do it again. <laughs> change something else, you know. Um, fail quick, fail often, learn from it and, and keep going. Uh, but you have to learn to accept the failure and continue to go. You can't let it stop you or halt your progress. You know, it's okay. Keep going. Okay. We're not going to do that again, <laughs> but we're still moving forward. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You know, and I have to give you some honest credit for, uh, you know, value in your content, you know, kind of reverting back to what you said earlier, but, uh, you know, it is a, a, I find it to be a huge responsibility too, you know, uh, 
every seems like every hundred episodes I go through this dilemma on the air and I, I do it right on the air. It seems to be for like 10, 15 episodes to where I'm like, you know, is you, are you guys sure this is what you guys want to fucking see? You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to bore you guys. I want this shit to have some weight. And then after about, you know, 10 episodes, it levels back off and sometimes in a little bit different direction, sometimes in the same direction. But I do value what I'm doing. You know, it seems it's a huge responsibility. You know, I want what's being left behind me to be uh, watchable, not just because it's live and it's, you know, a place to hang out for everybody. But I want it to actually be good content. Somebody might want to go back in in another time, not just because it's now and check out and go, wow, this is good. This is good. And I want to keep continuing to do this. I think it's pretty awesome that when you guys and how you're doing it still currently are taking that into heat as you're going on. I'm looking forward to uh, the third canvas myself. I'm I'm stoked to see what colors, what kind of picture you guys are going to paint for us for the third round. Because what you guys are doing, I mean, again, uh, one of the things about being a leader is having people, you know, kind of take in to follow so i'm sure whatever you guys do you guys will be setting a path for a lot of us to fall into and take note of for sure so i'm, I'm quite I hope anxious so. to see we've been we've been busy yeah. in the workshop that's for sure just you know it was <clears throat> took a vacation from creating content but you know we're in the workshop just kind of back at the drawing board kind of re you know reformulating everything and taking a different approach to things um, you know, I can give you a little glimpse into some of the stuff we're working on. Um, you know, I have my main channel now, Doggo the Hut. That's all going to be purely cannabis focused. Um, and then I have, uh, you know, Vader and I have been working a lot on ideas for content and so forth together. So we have a new project that we're going to be working on together. Um, almost kind of rolling over from from grow to i know a lot of people want to know what's the next grow tube when's the next grow tube coming um you know grow tube uh, as it was uh, is pretty much uh, i don't want to say it's dead yet but it's on it's on hold um it's on pause it's on hiatus um you know we did one last season of grow tube at the start of uh or you know early 2020 when all the lockdowns and everything started um but we were down one key player which was grow mouse um, you know, and Gromouse was really my co-host for that show. Um, myself, Mouse, and Vader were a big driving force, I think, of that, the three of us. Uh, but Mouse, he was really my co-host. I relied on him. We had a really good dynamic. Uh, and doing the show without him felt wrong. Um, it just felt wrong. And, and you could tell those last, like, 12 or 13 episodes we did, it just that, that like, magic just wasn't there. Um, you know, and so being respectful of, of Mouse and, and, you know, he's decided to uh, walk away from social media for now. Um, I know everyone wants, wants to ask me, they always ask me, where is he? I don't even know. He's gone silent. Um, so, you know, I, I want to respect that. Uh, so, uh, but Vader and I want to kind of parlay that, if you will, carry things forward. Um, so Vader and I have a new project we're, we're working on. Um, uh, we call it the uh, Growers Workshop. And so it'll be a similar idea. Um, there'll be a show involved. 
um, it, there will be a separate channel um, that him and I will both be creating content for, along, you know, along with some others, uh, in addition to our cannabis channels. So still cannabis focused and related, but as you know, there's uh, uh, the cannabis community is constantly under attack with being advertiser friendly and, and you know, monetization and, and things like that. Excuse me. So um, we think Growers Workshop is potentially an outlet to do a lot of really cool, fun things uh, that are not only, sh you know, show related, but also project related, um, build out related, uh, you know, from greenhouses to rooms and things like that, um, that we could do in a much more open um, perspective, you know, a show where, uh, you know, we could still talk about cannabis and whatnot, but just by framing it, keeping it on a separate its own channel, not, you know, involved in the same channel with garden videos and things like that. Um, hopefully we can take it to the next level, you know, in terms of not getting suppressed and getting out there for circulation and, you know, things like that. So definitely more DIY focused. I think a lot of people have seen, I, I kind of converted my whole garage back here into a whole workshop as some of the work that I've been doing. Um, you know, one thing, one promise I always made to the community when I started YouTube is that any money I always made from YouTube went right back into the production of the channel. Um, and so whether that's video equipment, we always bought cameras, microphones for people. We bought laptops for people to do grow tube, um, you know, and so with all the show no longer being around, um, there was some, you know, ad revenue and stuff coming back in. And so I reinvested in tools and the workbenches and, you know, doing all this because we're taking it further, uh, you know, and basically making a new studio and set to do more DIY and project built stuff. So we'll be able to keep garden updates here, seed projects, garden updates, and then more kind of project related stuff over there. Um, and I, I know I'm being very broad with it because it's, I don't want to reveal too much. I probably said too much. Vader's probably, you know, ready to pull my hair out already, but it's, uh, um, you know, you got to start to hype somewhere and I'm just kind of planting the seed right now. So no, no promises, because I think that's one thing I, I painted myself to a corner before I always, you know, and I'm sure you, you maybe it's consecrated. Uh, I'm, I feel like every YouTuber has fell into this trap. You know, you start to make promises for content and then you can't get to them or then you're like, oh man, the, I promised everyone I would do this particular content. Now I got to live up to it and it becomes work and then procrastination. And it, so uh, no promises other than um, it's this new thing we're working on. We think it will be really great. So um, is GrowTube coming back? Not anytime soon. Uh, I need mouse for that, but we're working on something that I think the community will really enjoy. Um, and we have a lot of partners on board with us um, uh, along the way. So we've got a lot of good content lined up and guests, and we're already working on booking guests and things like that for, for the season. So putting more planning into it this time, as opposed to just firing from the hip, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I appreciate giving my mouse credit, you know, where credit is due. In my case, in my instance, it's Smiley's Gardens here that uh, helps me out quite a bit. And I try to give him as much gratitude as I can. So, you know, it's the same thing. I, you know, he puts in a lot of time, a lot of help around here. And I want to make sure that uh, he gets all the credit he deserves and stays happy around here so uh, he can continue to help me out around here. So I greatly appreciate that. 
uh, one question that you know, I, I, there's very rarely when I started doing this, I did, <laughs> I did start out with some structure at the, you know, I was like putting, when I got the guest, I was like going down the, the Instagrams and trying to put together questions. And if they had YouTubes, I would like put watch videos. And, you know, every time I did that, that guest didn't show up. So I threw that right out the window and I just said, ah, from now on, as you know, it, and it did it, every time it got to be like, okay, if by doing this, I know I'm throwing this one. Mm-hmm. So I just quit doing it and started shooting from the hip. So I rarely put together any questions before the show, but this one in particular, because of who I'm speaking with and because you were one of the first, I'm interested to know, uh, your opinion, you know, because you guys were one of the first to kind of put this live stream, the panel, it's definitely the panel aspect of it out there. Mm-hmm. And I've been on both on both sides there, the single, this one-on-one and the panel type episodes there. I'm interested to know, uh, and please be honest, how you feel, how you feel we've carried the torch, you know, since the day of conception, I mean, how do you think uh, the the YouTubers that's <clears> followed <throat> in your footsteps, the panel shows, all oh, that, I, how do you think we've done overall? I think everyone's done a phenomenal job. Uh, and I'm, I, I really am deeply like honored. I sit back and smile um, to see all the shows that spawned from the GrowTube community. I, I, I've said it before, but there was a point in time where we had a whole, I mean, there was a schedule. Uh, some of you remember there was a show every night of the week, multiple shows, seven nights a week, um, you know, but then, but that, it, it, in that culmination and the bringing everyone together, what people don't realize though, and this is what I talk about where I was able to see it from the back end. And I think a lot of cannabis creators were, saw this, but no one talks about it publicly is that, uh, I think GrowTube's greatest strength and what made it so brilliant was also its most beautiful, disastrous uh, failure at the same time. And that was bringing everyone together. GrowTube was great because it brought everyone together. It brought not only content creators that had never talked to each other before, but even communities that never talked to each other before and brought them all together. That was great because it brought everyone together. But it was also horrible because it brought everyone together, meaning a lot of people clashed. And there was a lot of drama and a lot of differences of opinion and a lot of people growing for very different reasons and a lot of people in very different parts of their lives, uh, both socially and economically uh, and even racially. Uh, And so uh, we learned really quick, you know, with the show, okay, don't talk politics. We had someone who was very polite, wrote a, you know, gave a very great constructive criticism email to me uh, and he was watching from uh, Ireland and he was just like, Hey, love the show. Quick tip, though, when you guys start to talk about U.S. politics, uh, no one in the other parts of the world care. YouTube is worldwide. Just, you know, uh, you know, keep that in mind. And so that was great to understand. Yeah, it's a worldwide audience. Like people in other parts of the world don't really care what we're doing in the U.S. So we didn't talk politics and things like that. Um, You know, and then anyone who has done a panel show, I've talked with lots of hosts who have done panel shows, run into the same problem. Shows get big, um, ad revenue starts coming in, 
uh, equipment, you know, and, and freebies start coming in from guests and companies. Who gets what? I want a cut of this. Con you know, think, you know, and things go off and then you have the show you're trying to represent, you know, this team and the show and you're trying to build this thing up. People go off and do other things that you feel don't represent the show. Then you have to like, there's this whole social aspect to everything. So it, it it's difficult. It's, it's, um, you know, and then again, the idea of the show, you know, no one's there to see me. I'm just the host. Um, it when it, for me, at least with GrowTube, it was everyone around it that made the show, you know, like I, I was, I knew that from the beginning. Uh, that I was just the guy who brought everyone together. They only weren't coming to see me. I was still learning. Um, so, uh, you know, so trying to be respectful. How many of that, times have you guys heard that? Heard what? I, I say it all the time, man. <laughs> yeah, they, they ain't coming to hear me talk. That puts this together, man. You guys give me too much fucking credit, man. <laughs> yeah. But um, not, I don't agree with that in your case. I, you know, I don't agree with that in your case. I'm here to, I definitely uh, tuned in to hear you speak for sure. So that wasn't the case. I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm no, sorry. no, no. I, and I almost, you know, I'm, I'm pretty lit. So I almost forget where we were going with that. But I guess the point I was trying to make is, yeah, it's, um, it's difficult to keep it going. Um, and then to do it consistently year after year. So when, um, when GrowTube was done, or even in the times we were off, I look at what all, all the shows, all of you have done still um, your shows going on. You have a long history uh, Grandmaster level, he's still going strong. The GML show, uh, you got embracing organics. Uh, you know those guys are still going strong there. Uh, there's a handful of other shows I know that have spawned as well. So um, it just it all got difficult to manage, and that's when I say it all blew up <clears throat> because we had that whole schedule, but then someone had a show and then they didn't get on the schedule. And then, you know, I was some asshole because they didn't have someone's show on the schedule. And I, just because I, you know, someone started a new show and I hadn't heard of them and it became like a popularity contest. And it just, I, it was just like, okay, I'm not, I didn't, this was not what I had signed up for. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of this stuff was falling on my plate uh, and it was a little too much for me to handle. And I didn't know how to handle it. And I fumbled the ball in, in a lot of areas, uh, admittedly. Uh, I made a lot of very poor decisions. Uh, companies were coming at us a lot, you know, fast, hot and heavy, wanting to be on the show, throwing equipment at us. Um, you know, and again, I, I say greatest success and greatest failure at the same time, our most popular show, you know, one, one title I will still hold strong is we still have, at least as far as I know, in terms of cannabis shows, the highest current view count. We broke a thousand viewers on when we had Mammoth Pee on. Uh, mammoth microbes was on however that was like a great show because we crossed a thousand you know concurrent viewers awesome it's also our most notoriously worst show because it was basically a two-hour infomercial uh, for mammoth p uh, and it, it really uh, i would say that's probably even slightly before that's when grow to jump the shark uh, i think a lot of people would say um, and also probably i would say the start of a lot of drama and downfall for the show itself and started, you know, it deteriorated. Um, but it's like I said, you learn from shows like that and you pick up the pieces and you still, you know, we're still moving forward. So there's a lot we learned from GrowTube. There's definitely a desire for a show of that style. And we continue, you know, to want to do that moving forward, but we're going to change things up a little bit, you know, learn a little bit from our mistakes, uh, you know, 
Lord knows, like you said, they are a lot to make and learn. That's for sure. Yeah. And I've, I've already pushed through a lot of what you're saying there. <clears throat> I can I can feel a lot of that. You know, I've, I've, this, this in particular adventures has been going on since March. All 276 episodes are concurrent from March. <laughs> That's a lot of content in a short amount of time. My, you can be careful with creator burnout, my friend, because that is a very real thing. You can, uh, you're going to have to give yourself a break at some point. I feel it some days, that's for sure. I definitely feel it some days. But as far as like, the, I, I wanted to touch base on this because, you know, it does seem to be where a lot of projects, you know, uh, go off course or go off the rails there. That's with the monetization there. Mm-hmm. And I told, I, that's one thing, <clears throat> it is what it is. You know, I, I don't have any 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 opinion if you do, if you don't really. Especially if it's, you know, if it's, I, I, I more so like to see the, that if it's going to be that to be, you know, more announced in the beginning that it could be that someday, not built up and then all of a sudden, you know, here's as yeah. much monetization as you can handle. But for me, I knew me, I know me, and I know. I know me flat out. Mm-hmm. So I chose, I, you know, I had people in the beginning wanting to help out and I still have people that want to help out and send stuff. And every time I let something slide through, I feel guilty as shit for taking something. But uh, I know me, and this is the way I see it is I don't, as soon as I start taking a monetization or some kind of payment, that's where I feel I'm going to run into the burn. That's where I feel I'm going to run into the obligation to, you know, provide, you know, I, I already feel it all right already now, as far as providing a quality content, you know what I mean? But if I'm, if I'm taking their parent money to watch, well, now it's gotta be right. You know, that's, that's real way for me. And the other thing about it is, you know, it, I know me as well. You know, I, I tend to take up hobbies take it to as far as I can take it, be as good as I can be at it, and then fucking hang it up. And I said that from the beginning. You know, I don't want to take your money because if I fucking one day I want to fucking shut the mic off and turn away, I want to feel like I don't really owe anybody anything. You know what I mean? I want to feel like we all had a good time. Let's shake hands and part. You know what I mean? No, no, no hard feelings. But even at that, I've kind of had people tell me, you know, you might not think that, uh, you know, there's nothing into it, but we're all kind of into this. We all tune in night after night. We all support mm-hmm. you. So <clears throat> just being able to shut it off could be be tough, you know, for everybody. And I thought about that, and I was like, you know, and again, that's where the, the quality aspect of it started to check in with me as like i am making that was that was the first big eye opener was you know i am making some sort of impact in some people's life and you know if it's going to be if i'm going to make any kind of impact at all i want it to be good and positive so that's when i really started to question everything and i questioned the, the direction every day to be honest with you. daily you know even as i was coming up to you 
few days in advance. I was like, holy shit. I want to be, <laughs> if he's going to tune in, I want something, oh, come on, man. you know, don't, putting don't, forth that, you know, stop you can go, okay, my ego. Yeah, I can watch this shit. Stop inflating. No, I'm, I'm absolutely serious. I, so I take, I take a little bit of a different approach to monetization uh, to that. Um, so there's, there's, there's a couple things. Um, and I guess it depends, you know, what type of monetization are we talking about? I'm not a huge fan of donations. Um, the super chats, it was cool when that stuff came in, uh, which is why I always kind of made the promise to everyone to always put the equipment right back towards an equipment for the show. And we did just that. Uh, and again, e- even the people behind the scenes can vouch for that. We bought laptops, cameras, microphones, um, and you can see the quality of growth to improve over time. Donations, I'm not a huge fan of because that to me is. Um, taking money directly from your viewers, right? That's like someone's donating, Uh, you know, and if someone wants to quote unquote donate, like actually donate, um, you know, donations, I think are always gladly accepted if someone enjoys your content and they want to support you, but still taking money directly from fans. I'm not a huge, huge fan of, Um, I'm a businessman, uh, you know, and if the name of the game is commerce, then I'm going to play the game to the best of my abilities because we all have the same rules in commerce, right? Um, when you talk about ad revenue, ad revenue doesn't come from the viewers. That comes from other large corporations who are buying ads on YouTube. So um, if I'm going to put the time and effort in to edit a video, you're talking um, anywhere from five to eight hours of filming just recording the content and then another 12 to 18 hours of editing time uh, to edit the video together. So now you're, you're, you know, 25, 30 hours in um, to put one video out every week. That's in addition to your 40 hour week job and everything else, your family, kids, everything else you're doing. Um, So with all due respect to everyone watching, um, daddy's going to collect that ad revenue. Um, because this is this is what content creators do. Um, that's the exchange. I create content. Uh, people make a living of creating content because YouTube offers this platform that services these videos. Now, this is why I always encourage people to subscribe to what used to be YouTube Red and what is now known as YouTube Premium. And before the live chat starts to light me up and say, "Why would I support you know YouTube?" You know, let, hear me out on this one. First, it's like nine bucks a month. Um, and while, yes, there's all kinds of benefits. It gets rid of commercials for you as a premium user, et cetera. Uh, you can use the YouTube app when it's closed, you know, for long form podcasts, all that. That's all great. The real great reason is for those of us as content creators, uh, cannabis content creators specifically, a lot of times our videos, when we post them, our shows and everything, they get flipped over to, uh, it no longer says demonetized. Now it says not advertiser friendly means they're not going to sell ads on top of your content, but your content is still monetizable and you collect ad revenue or watch time revenue from YouTube premium subscribers. So YouTube premium is a way for you to support all the cannabis subscribers you watch because from the nine or 10 bucks or whatever it is a month you subscribe to, depending on how or who you watch that money is actually distributed amongst the content creators themselves. So you can still support your content creators um, by what you're basically buying out the ads that would have normally, you know, been sold over top of the video 
by paying up front with uh, YouTube Red. So that's a way to support, you know, cannabis content creators. Um, I create content, you know, for the education of the people. That's what GrowTube was about. It was always about getting the information out to people. Um, I eventually, you know, I, I was uh, taught by Vader how to grow and how to breed. He took me under his wing. Um, and I climbed the ranks through Ocean Grown and have become a breeder for Ocean Grown. So, you know, um, there's a, a stream there from seeds, you know, again, on a separate separate platform, not directly involving, you know, here YouTube. Even with GrowTube, I always take the approach of partnerships instead of sponsorships, because that's where that obligation that you mentioned comes into play. <clears throat> Never took money from anyone, any partners on the show. Uh, was happy to take equipment, especially equipment that I had already used or had paid for. You know, I bought, I, I think I spent damn near $4,000 on Spectrum King lights before I finally convinced them to partner with me. Uh, and yeah, I got free equipment after that, but there was never any monetary, you know, exchange because I never wanted to be obligated to that. Um, you know, I wanted to endorse products that I had already used. Uh, so working with, uh, you know, Mammoth and uh, Canna and Quest and, uh, you know, these are all companies that were, you know, researched out um, companies that I, I, I reached out to work with, um, you know, never took money from any of them. So we could talk unbiased about them. Um, I've had lots of products that I've taken on the show and they didn't work out <laughs> and I kicked them out of the garden. Um, you know, I had Remo come in and offer me nutrients. He was in in my garden and I love I love Remo. Huge shout outs to Remo. Uh, and I was like, I'm sorry, man. Like I use Canna. Like I just, cause I, it, it works. There's no contract. There's no obligation there. It's just, this is, this is what I use. This is what works for me. And I like to work with the companies that work for me in my garden. This is what I use. So I always took it from a partnership kind of endorsement standpoint. So I guess that's my point of view on it. You know, in, in commerce and capitalism, uh, you can, you can certainly become a millionaire and you can do it in an upfront, honest way. You don't have to be a sleazy businessman, um, or even a sleazy content creator, you know, as long as you're upfront with the community, um, you know, like in my recent build light, I was right up front. Hey, you know, uh, chilled, this is not a sponsored video, but chilled sent me the light to build this out, uh, you know, and huge shout out to Austin and the chilled team for doing that. And this is, this is the first light in like six years I've had in my garden. It's not spectrum King. And again, uh, you know, uh, grow mouse offered lights for years. And I was like, no, nah, man, I'm good. You know, some of the other guys, they'll get you much more, you know, uh, visibility than I will. I'm, I'm good, you know, and, you know, I reached out to Austin and then set this up. So it, it, I, like I said, I just take a different approach. I, I, as long as I'm fair, if I, you know, I feel like I'm being fair about it. I don't, I sleep well at night. I don't have any regrets. Um, and so, you know, and as long as they put everything back into the channel itself, I, you know, buying a better, I don't see buying a camera, uh, you know, and even expensive camera, um, you know, like if I were to look at the camera we're using right now, there's between the lens and the body, uh, you know, and this isn't, this isn't meant to, to brag or anything, but there's probably $2,500 between the lens and the body there that all, but that all came from the viewers. Um, you know, I didn't start with that. Uh, I started with a webcam, like the first episode of CrowTube was shot with a webcam, <laughs> you know, but putting that back into the show, audio equipment, you know, provides better quality for the listeners and the viewers. So I don't, uh, to me, it's an investment, just like if I were to start another business, right? If you're going to grow your business, you have to reinvest in your business. 
Otherwise, how does it grow? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? So, so that, that's my kind of approach to it. I look at the channel, my content as its own self-sustaining business. I don't, I don't need this to put food on my table, at least not at this point in time. You know, I have a day job for that. So as long as I can do this, um, and if I get something on the side or if I can get my nutrients covered in my garden or, you know, lights and things like that, yeah, I'm going to do it. But just know that I'm never going to put my name behind anything that sucks because <laughs> my reputation's on the line. I'm not, a, you know, I'm a businessman. I ain't a sellout. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so there's a big difference in my book. The aspect that you're talking about is, I, I agree with that. I, enough, oddly enough, I do agree with that. When I spoke with Danny Danko the other day and the way they kind of handled things over there with the magazine they were putting out, they weren't charging the, for the magazine. They were giving the magazine out. They were charging, you know, ad revenue put in there, and that was basically paying for it. And I, again, that's like same thing can be applied with these shows. I don't necessarily uh, frown on, I guess, working with a company, I guess, to to uh, maybe get something out of it. Rather, It's better than, I'd rather see a, a content creator get a little something from a company versus asking the people who view to pay for. You know what I mean? Well, and it's that, a common. That's that's more acceptable. That's you know, and again, you know, I did that with here a little bit in the beginning. My again, just like you know, we start a channel, get a look, just like you said, you get a contact going. Mars popped in, lots of lights, boom, bloom plus. You know, I said, okay, yeah, I this is what I'll do. <laughs> I'll put your I'll put your product in the background. I'm not talking about it. They can see with themselves, you know, mm -hmm. how the shit, how the lights work. They can make their own decision. If that's not good enough, then I'll be happy to put these in a box. And 99% and of them, I'll tell you, no thanks. Right? Yeah. 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 And, well, and those... said, go ahead. But they still wanted, they nagged me about putting <laughs> links up. And, yeah. and you know what's funny is, they were they hit me the other night and I'd be glad to show anybody these texts because this is exactly what I said to Mars. They were like, Well, uh, we'd like to sponsor you with some more lights and some tents. And I said, Well, that's great, but I don't need any more tents or lights. I'm I'm all right. And they would suggest, Well, will you please put the links of our stuff on your video? I'm like, no, not unless they're going to click on that and get some kind of discount for it. You know, yeah. I don't want the money, but I'd like to see them save some money, you know, flat and plain and simple. No, we can't do that. And then, uh, so a couple times went, I had, what was it? It was Thanksgiving. We had that 24 hour there. I did that 24 hour marathon uh, Thanksgiving. They immediately seen the numbers on that, and they were like, "Okay, we want to, you know, let's let's work again." And I'm like, "Okay, well, no, not unless you're gonna put up a link." And they're like, "Well, please, we'll make this happen if you just put the links up in your last two videos." And I'm like, "Just for yeah. funsies, 
Okay. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I they, they want to use there, you. And I shit you not. YouTube got me five minutes later. I got emails from YouTube yep. saying we've fucking changed your shit. And I sent, I took snap mm-hmm. screenshots of it all. Wop, 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 and send them all back to Mars Hydro and said, see, this is what your links fucking do to my channel. And I'm not risking my channel for your fucking lights. So no, thank you. I'm keep your lights. I'm not interested. I'm yeah. not getting in trouble or risking my channel. My God, that's smart. You're smart, your man. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're smart. They want you for your traffic. You know, I mean that that's what they're after. the The interesting thing, though, uh, I will note though, uh, I have not seen any community push back on discount codes and things like that like i've seen the cannabis community push back you know it's funny it's commonplace you go to gaming and streaming you go to diy channels car channels um pick any other channel uh you know a content creator to do a 30 second sponsored ad or a you know a, a product placement um it's no big thing you know people watch through it and click through it all the time people with millions of subscribers but then someone in the cannabis community does it and it's like immediately a sellout and you're immediately tried to be discredited. Uh, and I don't know why um, it's, it's interesting. And I don't know if it's because it is a community that is as diverse as it is. I think it's a lot more diverse than we realize. I think there's a lot of people, um, you know, who are growing cannabis as a means to an end, you know, that's how they survive. Uh, I think some of the, those of us, me, especially uh, I think in the beginning, I took for granted being in a legal state. You know, there's a lot of people who are are not in legal states and uh, aren't spending, you know, gobs of money on their grow in their garden because they can't, you know, they still got like a little plant in the closet. And if they get caught with that, it's like 10 years in prison. You know, that's still some states here in the United States, you know, uh, worse in other countries. Um, so, but then at the same time, it's like, how, how do you expect, the content creators to make a living <laughs> they can't monetize their content uh they can't do it for free uh, you know so where where's that balance uh, and i think we're coming to that now uh but it, it is a fine line and i've seen chat the live chat here talk about it it is a fine line you walk you know that that's uh sell out and i'll use the air quotations here right that's sell out it's a very fine line on whether you, you tiptoe it, right? <laughs> whether you cross over it or not, depending on what deal or what partner you're going to bring on, you know? Um, so, but, you know, what are you, you going to do? Progress, progress moves forward. <laughs> we're done, we're done. I understand the aspect of, you know, uh, too, of wanting to upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. And again, you know, I guess when I... I say that as I go, I'm deeper now than I ever thought I would be in this journey. You know, uh, it's still, I still very much view this as a hobby. You know, mm-hmm. I have fun doing Same this. Here. I would have done it. It's an know, extreme hobby for me. I wasn't, <laughs> it is, it is. If I wasn't doing it here, I'd be one of these guys probably hanging out in somebody else's chat. And I do that quite a bit as well. I, you know, I actually, I actually miss that aspect of hanging out in chat and 
you know, being able to talk freely with everybody as this goes on. That's one of the super fun parts of, of doing this. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I just, I mean, the money aspect of it for me, it doesn't, uh, I'm not, I, I, I didn't join in for that. But again, I've been kind of waiting for that shot, though, because as of lately, because I said straight out, I, you know, I'm not going to monetize my shit. And I've actually seen, uh, I've actually gotten guests come on that I didn't think that I would get, okay, because uh, the channel wasn't monetized. For one, you know, they they like that aspect of it. And um, I just, uh, uh, I just can't do it, man. I just, I, like I said, I'd like to be able to walk away. But in the same aspect, I guess, I was kind of coerced. Not coerced, I guess that is a good word. Uh, I've done this show for a long time, and a lot of people didn't want to buy the YouTube premium. And I've been asked to venture out into the podcast side of things. Okay, And I didn't want to do it. I thought it was going to be a whole lot of work and shit. And then uh, I messed around and I found that uh, an app, again, without being trying to sound all uh, monetized and shit, I found a good app that would help me do it. And so I, I started putting the show on podcast. And great. I needed, I needed software. I bought software to rip the video into audio form and be able to do shit. And that app kind of said, you know, you could uh, sponsor. They, you know what I mean, make that sponsor spot. So I did make a commercial for that app, but. That I figured with that, any revenue that I ever made would pay for the software that in the time of ripping it down, mm-hmm. which isn't shit. I mean, that's what I think it's five dollars per thousand clicks. So just to pay for the software, <laughs> you know, I'm a long way down the, down the road on that. I don't even care. There ain't nothing about that is. But that's what I'm saying. So you go the podcast route, like when I had Grow Two posted, that was thirty bucks a month you know, to, to host it on Libsyn. So that is that just going to come out of my pocket every month. I'm just supposed to provide that for free. So people can watch just, you know, and that's what I'm saying. Costs add up and, and I'm not trying to, you know, sound like an asshat about it, but it's just, there's costs to, to doing cameras cost money. SD cards cost money, electricity, uh, your time. How much is your time valued? You know? So, I don't see anything wrong with ad revenue. And it's not like we're talking large gobs of money here. We're talking like maybe, I think at my peak, I was making a hundred dollars a month <laughs> in ad revenue uh, from YouTube. So it's, I mean, like what, you know, um, it's paying the internet. Yeah. I mean, so, you, you know, it's not, when we're talking monetization, we're not talking like hundreds of thousands of dollars or anything like that. That's why I said I have a day job right now. <laughs> <laughs> this does not put food on my table. <laughs> so, <clears throat> oh, this this is a fun hobby. That's for sure. Like you had stated earlier, that's for sure. Definitely a fun hobby. But I don't know. It is it, for me. It's you know, and yourself. It's a labor of love. That's what got us here. Doing yeah. this, you know, passion of the plan, talking to people. 
the best the best part of all this for me i'll be honest is all the people i've met and it's all of the conversations and everything i've had off of camera that is the most valuable thing to me traveling to the cups hanging out getting to talk shop meaning like talk about the industry you know with people like subcool um all the other people i've met on the road uh it's man i mean the list goes on and on um so many shows the one year it was crazy and i, and I felt like i got in right at the peak and i'm very fortunate for that uh like the last two years of the cups when they were huge the can't the high times cups are huge and then they all just kind of stopped um you know halfway through this last kind of uh, administration here all that stuff just kind of got the kibosh put on it but it was great it was fun while it lasted you, you know what i mean i feel like uh I don't know, 100 years from now, kind of like we talk about the um, the speakeasies now during Prohibition. They'll be talking about the cannabis cups during Prohibition. And it's like, we lived it, you know, like ah, Papa Dago, Grandpa Dago lived through that stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> Here's the YouTube videos to prove it. <laughs> so I feel like we're living through history Can't right now. For some cups. <clears throat> I know, man. I want the cups oh, to come back. Bring back the cups. I want to go back to Michigan. Michigan was by far the best cup I've ever been to. People are so chill. All of you in Michigan, super chill. Uh, by far one of the best cups I've, I've ever been to was the Michigan Cup. I had a lot of sentimental. That was a good cup. trip. Hmm? I'm what still kicking myself up over that cup. Uh, I, I just moved up north uh, that year. You guys uh, come come to town. And uh, I've hung out with most of you, most of you uh, brown tubers, uh, you grow tubers. Sorry about that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, many times there. And you guys came to Michigan that year and med grower ones like, come hang out, man. Come hang out. Everybody's going to be here. He even said, said he was going to fucking hand me some fucking tickets and shit. And I still couldn't. I, it was like, Everything I, I could do was to get down there. And everything that could be thrown in front of me was like, nope, you can't go. You can't go. That was a, that was a, that was the only year that all you guys came. And I was like, I kept telling myself as much as, you know, it'll happen again. It'll happen again. But a little voice in my back, my mind was going, they ain't never coming back. <laughs> oh, we'll be back. We'll be back. It's your chance, dude. <clears throat> You missed your Cheers, bong hit everybody. That was a uh, that was a very sentimental trip for me. I got to meet you know meet Med Grower in person for the first time. Mister Tight, Fagroli, um, yeah, and it was cool. Like I was, it was cool to meet Med. You know, when I had worked with Med to grow tube and stuff, um, and it was great to meet him in person. But like I got like starstruck, like getting the smoke with Mister Tight. I was just like, man, I used to watch you. Like I used to watch you. Like you taught me. You're one of the people who taught me how to grow. And like to get the smoke with Mister Tight was really fun. The whole cup was great. Meeting all the people, everyone coming up. The that whole vibe they got going there with the racetrack and people camping out there with the motorhome section. Everyone was camping out there, and it was good. Oh, it was good. Oh, and then uh, Parliament Funkadelic was playing. Oh man 
good cup. Yeah, definitely have some good cups here. That's for sure. Yeah, I actually started one up. It wasn't. It's a small cup in northern Michigan here, in Lazarine, Michigan, Bigfoot Lodge, and it's a. They have it twice a year, and it's in a. It's in a like a, some of Michigan's national forest, and it's in like a, a campground. So it, it it's basically a cup in a campground. So you can either you know the cup itself you free, or you can rent a campground and hang out for the weekend. And you know it was really cool atmosphere, and you know towards nightfall and the. It, that was where the fun was at. You, you know, there was everybody doing the circle, but as you walked to, like through the campground, that's where like people would like hook up in, in the circle. But, Come on, man! You just like <laughs> so the campgrounds were was what was popping, and it was like thirty bucks for your campground. So basically, oh, and that it. was parking and everything. Yeah, yeah. You just pretty wow. much drove right to your parking spot and you could throw your tent down or whatever and be there. I'm like, who is not getting in on this? But it was a good time. I'm really looking for that to uh you know get bigger the next few years. And no, I, actually I really don't care if it don't. I mean it was perfect size, you know what I mean, as far as fun. Nighttime came and uh the campfires and all you could everywhere is campfires you could smell that campfire smell and cannabis you could see it you know just good times everywhere you looked I was like this is this is what it's about here we need more of these that's cool uh, Andy man I I believe I am doing another Christmas marathon ooh that would be the third one this year, Diego. You know oh, what? Man. Can I, you know, I'd like to I'd like to address that right now because I may be maybe it's this I'm that old or a lot of people when I say Diego, I, a lot of people go, "Huh?" <laughs> and I think it's like uh the Mandela effect for a lot of people. <clears throat> they either know Doggo or they know yeah, at one point it was Diego. It was yeah, it was well, crazy Diego at one point. So yeah. or or was it or was it the really the Mand- Mandela effect? <laughs> sure, <laughs> we'll go with that. Is. It's Doggo the Hut now. That's all I know. Um, yeah, no, you know times change. Uh, it's, you know my name wasn't as politically correct, I guess, as it could have been. Um, uh, but. Uh, yeah, the uh, the term Dago has uh, a negative connotation for a lot of folks, um, at least for Italian and Irish immigrants. Um, I have family history that goes back to that through all the way through New York. Um, so it's always been like we've joked about it in our family and amongst, you know, um, local Italian communities here. So um, but a lot of people took offense, uh, a lot of offense to it. So I, I got a bunch of flack and I listened to the community. So I changed the name. You know, there's no need to upset anybody. I, I had no political um i wasn't trying to make any political messages or send any messages or anything you know and so it's like ah you know what maybe times are changing the tongue-in-cheek ain't there anymore so let's just change it and a lot of people called me doggo anyways because they had never heard of the word before and they just saw d-a-g-o pronounced doggo um and so it just kind of rolled in with the star wars theme and you know vader one day it was just like ah just change it to doggo the hut 
<laughs> and that was it. And so it's been Doggo the Hut ever since. And so we just keep it like that. So Doggo, um, you know, so yeah. Uh, you know, again, it is what it is. They make mistakes, right? Again, you can love me or hate me, but learn from it. Uh, move on. You know, I'm not going to let it ruin my life. <laughs> well, now I almost yeah. feel bad for remembering. Shit. No, that doesn't matter to me. I, 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 there's no shame in my game. I, I mean, I'm I'm Italian, so I, you know, it it, it has doesn't bother me. It shouldn't bother you. That's all. I don't know what else to say. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me at all. It doesn't bother me at all. I just think it's you know. I've actually had a few rounds in chat with now you know friendly rounds. It's one Mm -hmm. thing that I I I do like about this community in particular (laughs) is we've been able to discuss, not argue about things. We discuss things around here. You know, at the end of the night, we all can shake hands and come back tomorrow. But, and, uh, and that, that's a good thing you actually point out because I will say that's another mistake I made early on with people. Um, I was so defensive. I immediately took anything that I read. You know, that's the, that's the thing about chat and text messages is you can't tell someone's emotion or the intent that's behind it. So someone could say something and they're really like in a very joking manner. You know what I mean? Like, ha ha, oh, geez, man, can't believe you left the light on. Like, sucks that plant hermed on you, bro. You know, but you could interpret that as like, ha ha, you left the lights on. Your shit hermed, you know, like, and then you take that negatively. And someone could be like joking, right? And you don't, and that's happened to me before. I've seen people's names in chat who I've like kind of ignored or whatnot because I thought they were being, you know, attack of you know or on the offensive and then you meet them in person at a cup and you realize they're actually like one of your biggest fans and they really were just like lighthearted and joking the whole time and so i'm glad you pointed out having discussions because i think a lot of content creators and even a lot of you in chat i had to you know calm someone down today who immediately went after someone else who made a comment you know about coming on your show it was like whoa hey he's up like we don't need none of that now. Not now, children. You know, so it goes with the chat and the comment section as well. Um, just because you may interpret something differently doesn't mean that there's there's a pointed thing behind it. It's text. We don't know what the emotion is behind it. So we should all be respectful of each other as a community and let's discuss things. I like the way you put that. Have have discussions. No need to start name calling or anything like that. Offer offer a suggestion as opposed to saying you should do this. Instead of saying you should, just replace you should with hey, why don't you try or how about this? You know, instead of the you should. Uh you know, um <clears throat> so just think things to think about, you know. <clears throat> You know, and I'm I, I'm slightly glad you brought that up, you know, because I did read that comment and, uh, you know, somebody pointed it out to me and I, I went and looked it up and I seen the comments and I thought to myself, and again, without even getting into the subject matter, I'm like, how does this person even know? And why do I have to, why it, and why do I have to go like what do the, I'm Ain't no I know one got what time I know, for that. Ain't no know. one got time for that. Yeah, am I supposed <laughs> who's gonna 
you can bring out picture books and you know this is you know who i don't know that to anybody and you know so i figured i i didn't even respond i was i was like you know this isn't even worth my time so i appreciated you the way you handled that well and, and it's uh, like um it awesome. i was telling <laughs> i was telling rob the same thing i was on his show uh, rob from cannabis lifestyle tv <laughs> Excuse me. Ooh, that was milky. Um, I was on his show, and I don't even want to mention this other creator's name, um, but there's a creator who just basically watches other people's shows and picks them apart. They they tried to pull apart an episode of GrowTube or one of my videos one time. And someone brought it up in chat, and then Rob had like, mentioned the guy's name or just kept trying to go into it in the middle of like us live doing our show. And I was like, bro, like, bro like don't. You, what you're doing right now is exactly what this person wants. You just mentioned their name in front of your audience. Like, you know, how many times now? Like, it's, it's like the old saying uh, when you got picked on in school, just ignore the bully. Because believe it or not, like, if they don't get any reaction out of you, they're not going to waste their time, uh, you know, because you, you shouldn't have time for that. As a content creator... You should be focused on your audience, not what some other person is worried or saying about you. You can't worry about people. Like you, like you said, you got to be ahead of the pack. You got to be, you're, are you a trailblazer or are you a follower? If you're at the head of the trail, you should be focused on what's ahead, not what, who cares what people are doing in the back of the line. You're the line leader, right? So you're worried about hacking bushes out of the way, <laughs> you know, treaching through the forest. So um, that's where your attention should be. Uh, and, and there's always going to be people trying to drag you down along the way. And you know what? Bring them along with you. All right, come on. You're part of the community too. You, yeah, I know you're an asshole. We're going to bring you too. Come on. There's one in every group. Here we go. <laughs> you know, uh, so and you, I you do lead that. by example, you know, you lead by example. <laughs> so, so doggo, I do that, you know, um, I, there's been one or two instances where I've had to, I've been provoked like that to where I've called out that name from chat and I thought the same thing. Man, I just fucked up. They just won. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, but uh, again, my way of dealing with that is, and I've had the same thing with comments. I've actually at one time had uh, death threats one time mm-hmm. in chat a while back ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I did? You know what I did? Mm-hmm. You know what I did? And this is straight up shit. Uh, I do shout outs every night because, you know, I I am grateful for everybody that tunes in. So every almost every name that's been in in chat, I've missed a few new names tonight, but I tend to go back and, you know, put them people on the list. At the end of every episode, every the, the final few minutes of the evening, Say if the episode doesn't go to the 420 mark or whatever, we can discuss that. Right around 420, I get on, smoke a joint, and do my shout-outs. And uh, them them folks right there are on the list. Uh, even though you know, it gave me a death threat. My my response was I turned around and made sure put their name on the list, and I still give them shout-outs every <laughs> night. And I actually I watched that that one in particular cat go from you know just spike to yeah, this fucker's all right. 
<laughs> She's kind of warm down with good hard news and shout outs, man. But you're right, man. You might as well deal with it with a smile and take it as positive as you can. Man. I look at it, you know, sometimes I just do, I let it slip in a little bit and kind of, is, is this justified? You know what I mean? Because, you know, you ego can block out a lot of things. Ego can be a nasty thing. Sometimes you don't necessarily think you do, you're doing, you know what I mean? So sometimes criticism is just, you know what I mean? But I always reflect for at least a second. Yeah, does this person really have a point here? But I still handle it nonetheless. I try to just move on the positive way I can. Well, and that's, but that's how it works though, right? <clears throat> the, the, the comments that pierce the armor, so to speak, as you will, as a content creator, are typically the ones that solidify what our own worst fears are as a content creator, right? <clears throat> All We're obviously trying to portray ourselves in a certain light, you know, as we're out there. Um, you know, even, even if you take the stance of I'm going to let everything fly. Okay. Well, that's great, but that's, you're, you're still making that stance, right? Like that's the, um, the stance you're taking. So, um, geez. And I just had, a, I got so lit. I just had a total stoner moment and completely lost track where I was going with that. This is not good. It's all this Maui Wowie I'm smoking, man. It's, uh, it's heady. What's the flavor profile on that Maui Wowie? Oh, it's hazy. It, that's why I'm a sucker for it, man. There's so much haze in it. I love the haze. Where are we going with that? I like so totally. You... I totally stopped mid thought. That was that's not healthy. <laughs> it happens a lot on the show. It happens a lot on the show. That's for sure. <clears throat> We're talking about how we handle things, you know, the spinoffs of uh, basically the haters and, uh, and the direction that we take oh. after that helps it out. Doesn't seem to. <laughs> I'm lost, man. It's like someone hit the reset button, dude. I think I think my brain just blue screened. <laughs> We have we call that a squirrel around here. A squirrel, squirrel, squirrels. Should that's probably smoke it. more weed. That's that's the answer. That's usually the answer around yeah. here. You're right on course. You're right on course. You know, uh, just to kind of you know fill fill the air a little bit, man. What I always thought about the grow tube when uh when it came along, I always thought in my head. And I'm not uh, too big. I was never too big on like superhero cartoons, but uh, I always thought of the Grow Tube as like the Hall of Justice of <laughs> YouTubers. There, you know. <laughs> yeah, seriously, man. No, no, I had all my no, favorites, and they no. met up on fucking no. Fridays and shit. <laughs> no, and that's what I that that well. It's funny you said that. Because I felt like I was like, like I felt like I was the mayor of the town or something, um, you know. And I didn't like that. Um, that's why I said this is not what I signed up for. Um, 
Yeah. Ooh, that's funny. The Hall of Justice. No, I did not want to be that. Uh, and that's I'm laughing because it's partly true. Um, that's it's <laughs> that's like that that Sheldon meme, you know, like that gif. It's funny because it's true. It's like, <laughs> um, and and that's that's what was that's what was wrong with it. You know what I mean? Like that that's what was wrong with it. And that's the part of me that that's not what I wanted it to become. Um, but that's what it became which is partly why I just feel weird about doing it now. Um, especially we've just, we've evolved there. People have moved on. Everyone's moved apart. Everyone's doing their own different things now on their own channels. And uh, in some ways I almost feel like the grow tube actually kind of goofed up the community because I think I sucked a lot of people in the grow tube, but then they stopped doing content, which really sucks for the audience uh, because then they, you know, they got the grow tube, which was great, but people stopped doing the weekly uploads and things like that. I think, uh, I think the consistency award definitely would go to Medgar one. He's been the most consistent out of all of them. Excuse me. Um, but, uh, yeah, Medgar one gets a consistency award, but so I just felt guilty for that sucking up a lot of people's time with grow tube. Um, cause I know a lot of people stopped or at least shifted content. Um, but I mean, you know, look at Pedro and Dizzy, they're huge on Twitch now. You know, they got they do their regular show, they're live almost every night. So um I don't know, everyone's just evolved, you know. The scene's different now than it was. You know, but it seems like it would be easier, to be honest with you, going in that way versus I cause I came in and I've seen it go the other way. You know what I mean? How you know you kind of start in a little bit smaller, and then kind of spin, throw one out, one after another out of the circle as it spins, basically. But it, you know, it seems like coming in with everybody, you know, having a little bit of weight would be more of a project because everybody's bringing more to the table, and they everybody understands they all have their own channels and whatever. But as you know, it can be the other way around. If something small gets bigger, you know, people can be like this person, that person, and they uh, everybody spawns off into their own, you know, directions. Start off their own little shows and like that. But it was the opposite with you guys. That's one of the things I thought would that was the key to of success for that. To be honest with you. Well, there was, <clears throat> I mean, there was a core panel. Uh, for sure and that's where you know i think everyone kind of aligned on a vision there which is why we all kind of stuck together but even then that core panel got smaller and smaller you know but it, it gets difficult you can only talk about transplanting so many times um yeah you know you can only talk about cloning so many times with with so many times with the same group of people let, let me you know let me caveat that right you know um, yeah, if you had 20 different growers on and you had a whole show about transplanting and you had a different guest every week, sure, you could talk about transplanting every week with a different person. We had the same five or six people. So, you know, when you circle back around to a show two months later because you're doing weekly shows, you know, um, it, it, you rip the content again, very quickly. <clears throat> I don't even know about that, to be honest with you. I don't even know about that. That's one of the angles that uh, I thought about was, you know, I liked about the aspect of this because it was so changing like that. Because like you said, though, even if you were okay, you chose that aspect. Okay, I want to talk about cloning. 
but I'm going to do it with like one person, different one each week. It seemed like, like you said, episode 20, you'd be like, okay, I'm here to talk about cloning again with my guest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, you know, and then <clears throat> when we tried to veer off of that because we had pigeoned ourselves into that grow tube, anytime we talked about something that wasn't growing, um, you know, they will start throwing tomatoes on stage, you know? So, yeah. So that's why I said we got thoughts, plans for the future moving forward. Growers Workshop, much more broad, um, wider array of topics for us to, to cover. Growing is just one topic of many, uh, you know, with the Growers Workshop. So we're excited for that. <clears throat> More of a key for success, for sure. Yeah. You know, that's kind of like the umbrella I kind of threw myself under there. It's canvas related, but it's basically getting to know the people behind, you know, the cannabis content and the people in the cannabis community. You know, I found myself... at all these events many a times you know hanging out in the tents and the booths and whatnot and fucking again you could talk cannabis for so long and then it's like okay you're just like standing there uh uh and i the whole time i'm wondering like oh what's this cat do (laughs) other than cannabis you know what i mean what do they like you know there's you know so that's the, the, the approach I kind of took with this to kind of learn what I expect kind of <clears> took <throat> up to where they are now. And it, again, I think that that angle worked for me because, like I said, and I, and I do a quality check every hundred episodes just to make sure this is still correct. But they, they seem to like it because every story is different. You know, every background, it's all, every night's different. So that's one of the reasons why it still works for me. And, you know, this year's been amazing for me. I've had, I've met almost 200 and some odd people this year. Well, I've lost, some of them I knew in the first hundred there. But, man, a lot of them I've got to meet firsthand new this year. It's been an awesome ride, man. Uh, I've been blessed. That's another reason why I've stuck to my guns on the monetization thing about that is uh you know i could charge but look at what i get out of this how many connections i've made you know how many great people i've met this year how lucky i am to just fucking there's a hundred fucking seven people watching right now on a fucking tuesday night wow how many we got wednesday night 107 you know, I'm talk- uh, do how I lucky got the am- thumbs up to match? Do the thumbs up do they match 102? No, they're only at 56 right now. Oh, get up whoa, there. That's whoa, whoa, thing. whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, chat. No one's allowed to take bong hits until the thumbs up get to 100. Okay, so you better fix this quick so we can start smoking. That's <clears throat> uh, and I don't ever ask for that, man. I've never once through any show asked for a subscribe, not a thumbs up, no nothing. You what? Well, come on, man. You got to at least be asking for that. <laughs> People got to sub up. What? Show some support. Create a fake account and subscribe. Come on, NordVPN sponsors like every other YouTuber so you can get a discount code somewhere. And, you know, just put you from California. You'll be fine. 
<clears throat> so how is uh things out there in Cali? Still out there? Mm-hmm. Yep, still in the Bay Area. You know that's funny is uh that person that said that comment today. You know, I actually talked to my buddy while he was at your house. <clears throat> uh Running from the fire that night, and I gotta give you props for putting uh, putting him up by in his time of need. There, that was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, miss the miss that cat too. Also, no subby. You know, it's it's bittersweet. <clears throat> I lost two very good friends this year. Um, lost sub cool. Uh, he passed away in Arizona. And now cannabis is illegal in Arizona. And then uh, Deadhead Man 420 passed away. Uh, he was a good friend of mine. Some some people knew him on Instagram. He had a smaller YouTube channel. He's one of my testers. Uh, and he was in New Jersey. And then uh, New Jersey, uh, you know, cannabis is legal there now as well. So kind of look at it as both of them took one for the team. You know what I mean? They, they passed on, but, uh, you know, they brought legalization to both their states. But uh, yeah, I miss Subcool, and I miss Deadhead too. Um, I used to text both those guys a lot. Um, so we just lost one here in our little community uh, a couple days ago. Uh, DOA uh, Anthony, which was DOA was his initials backwards. But uh, he, uh, I got to meet him episode uh, one twenty seven. He was a cool ass guy weed nerd and uh fighting cancer again we never really knew how bad it was you know i kind of respect him for that <clears throat> you know uh not necessarily put that out there how deep he was in he'd, he'd pop in night after night smile and hang out you know because there's this aspect of the show and uh 76 jumped up there quick hurry up guys i want to take this dab. <laughs> uh, he you know there's this aspect of the show, the spotlight, and then uh, there was like Spartan Grown, and there's Jack Greenstock. In the beginning, it started out to be like a marathon who could do the longest show, and then it kind of <clears> stuck. <throat> so there's the spotlight where like me and you hang out, the one-on-one, and then there's the rabbit hole if the show doesn't go the distance so ever all these 100 276 episodes that you see on in the content here there's a 0.5 almost in between every episode which is the rabbit hole which is the time filler between the episode till 420 every Mm -hmm. night and the rabbit hole is uh that's opened up to any of the past guests and it will be opened up to you as well anytime that you see a rabbit hole the zoom numbers are always the same too you know, from the other guests. And uh, so if you want to pop on, you see a rabbit hole on, you see somebody you want to converse with, or you just want to hang out and smoke, feel free, man. It's the rabbit hole. But that's where Diego kind of, kind of came in, man. He uh, came on the episode. He took those keys for the rabbit hole and he was popping in quite frequently and we got to know him pretty good. And then uh, we, I was just texted or DM the other day and, uh, by his neighbor and his daughter that was uh, told us he had passed from his ailment of cancer there. So it was 
bummer. But, you know, again, I'm very grateful for this show and the opportunity to to meet him, man. It's you know, pretty awesome year. 2020 has sucked in a lot of years, but, man, it's been pretty <clears> awesome <throat> in a lot, too. Yeah, it's a crazy. It's crazy. Um, one for the books, that's for sure. <laughs> Glad to put a fork in it. I'm ready for 2021. <laughs> it's close, man. It's close. That's for sure. That's for sure. I'm. Uh, I was talking about this last night, and uh, I don't. I'm hoping for the best for 2021, but man, I'm already. It's like I'm already kind of standing on the, the preposes of what some directions, some decisions that need to be made. So right off the bat, like it or not, I know 21's going to have some changes for me. <laughs> so Hopefully good changes. So, uh, you know, how how awkward was it? It seemed like you, you – did you have a couple girls on your belt there? I mean, you started your YouTube channel – and had a little bit going, but how how was it uh, learning on camera how to grow? Was that, that pretty much the case? Uh, it was embarrassing. Trial and error. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was really embarrassing. Uh, and then to uh, learning to take criticism was the hardest part. You, you know, they always tell you, "Don't read the comment section. Don't read the comment section." Um, but uh, yeah, you, you know. Um, but I wouldn't be the girl I am today if I didn't fail and if I didn't have people pointing everything out. Um, so now it's almost like a driving force now in the garden. I mean, I've always kept my garden clean and I mostly need to begin with. Hopefully that's always been prevalent in, in my garden and in my content. Um, but it's, yeah, I mean, I try and keep it top notch because I mean, not only do I want the best quality cannabis, um, but it's, it's, it's on display. <clears throat> publicly i'm putting my name behind these crosses now and and offering them to people right so i want to make sure that it's documented the right way and it's grown in the best garden possible <clears throat> i mean that's just that's who i am it's funny i had someone con i posted a teaser of my next video and i was comparing um uh, like a, a 99 pressure washer to a 500 pressure washer so I posted a comment in my Instagram. Oh, you know, again, I'm assuming it was bait. Um, but they're like, boy, you really do love your gear, you know, and and put like the crying smiley face. And I <laughs> replied back. I was like, absolutely. Like, I love my gear. Like, this is this is my hobby and my passion. And this is what I spend my money on. Like, I don't know what you spend your money on, like cars or video games. I don't know. It's, everyone's got like, but this is it. Like, this, my garden is it. So yeah, I like, I like the best stuff. I want to grow the best cannabis. I want to use the best lights. I want to use the best nutrients. I want to like keep trying new things and like, what's the best? Cause that's what I, that's what I want. I, a quality. It's all about quality, not quantity. You know what I mean? I, I want, I want top notch. So that's what I'm about. That's what my channel's about. That's what my crosses are about. You know, my breeds. Um, and so I've just learned that this is who I am. And I will attract the people that want to watch and follow along. Uh, and I may not be someone like, you know, look at uh, Mr. Canuck, you know, 500,000 subscribers. He's kicking ass. Um, 
And a lot of his stuff is focused for the new beginner grower. Um, and I will have beginner grower content, but really my content's about documenting my grow, which is, hey, I'm in search of great terps, uh, you know, CBD crosses and THC crosses. And so uh, you are now going to see, you know, this is, this is Doggo the Hut as a breeder for ocean grown seeds. And that's kind of like what my channel is moving forward. You know, um, I grow at a very high level. I will always push myself and always raise my own bar and everyone can watch uh, along the way. And when someone, you know, goes to Lumberjack at some point in the future and picks up one of my crosses, they'll be able to refer back to the YouTube channel and watch the entire thing being bred. Uh, and that is the purpose. I mean, that is the goal of what how Vader got started with Ocean Grown and everything. And so, again, following suit in that. And that's what, you know, my channel will be moving forward. Um, you know, so we'll have all the cannabis content there. And like I said, we'll have the Growers Workshop project over on the other channel with a lot more techie project oriented stuff over there. So, so I know uh, when you first started uh, your breeding uh, adventure over there, it was uh, <clears throat> moreover with CBD involved there are geared mm -hmm. in mind. Is that still the path you're taking now? Or is it uh, a little bit of both? You have this, some, you know, CB in, in mind for some strains, but you've, you know, just got some hybrids in mind for others. Yeah, it's, it's a combination of both. Um, the, the key thing for me was, um, getting to a point where I can make my own CBD cross. Uh, and now I have my own, what we believe to be high CBD male. We'll have to do this first cross and, and find out, but we've done our PCR testing. Um, I spent four years all documented on YouTube, not only learning how to grow, but searching for the right male to come along and cross, you know, and the right female too. We found the Ringo's gift female, very high CBD cut. Um, and then we had the shockwave come along, which was just a huge, massive monster of a plant. Um, and that was the male we chose. You know, we went through uh, the one we had right before that. We had a Jedi Punch male, if some of the uh, the old fans remember. Uh, but once we started to flower it out, we realized it actually was a little more lanky and it didn't fill out the way we wanted to. And so that was like scrapped. You know, we ended up not not breeding with that. So going through a couple of different male selections, you know, it took a while to get to this point now where I have a molten core, uh, which is molten core is my CBD hybrid. Um, and I have a molten core male. Uh, it's a stud male, huge root development, um, smells just like the Ringo's gift. Uh, and through PCR testing, we've determined it's tested positive for the CBD genes and it's tested negative uh, for the THC genome, meaning it doesn't see the THC genome in there. So potentially we have a high CBD male. Um, we, you know, we won't know until we, we cross with it and determine. But I'm also in search of a THC male as well. Uh, so I'll be hunting through the Ocean Grown lineup, uh, working with Vader on a couple projects um, and uh, trying to, you know, I'd like to start with a male from within our own stable, within our own lineup that I can start to cross. Uh, I could tell you the next things I have lined up right now, um, <clears throat> the next breed run we're going to be doing is going to be the Molten Core F2 <clears throat> along with our Star Destroyer cross. So it'll be the Molten Core male cross with the Star Destroyer. Um, I already have a name picked out for that, but we're waiting to, uh, to release that name in the future. Uh, and then the two strains I'm growing that are next in line are Pineapple Haze and Sour Diesel. 
and so uh, we have some uh, legit seeds of both. We're going to pop those. Those have been gifted to the team. Um, so uh, shrimp has passed those along to me. I'm going to grow those uh, hopefully to mix in some sour diesel and some uh, pineapple haze. And then I have some new testers uh, I'm about to pop um, that Vader just uh, gave me. Uh, and I don't believe there's a name to it yet, but I don't even know if I should release it. He may want to release it, so I'll I'll, I'll wait because this it's a it's a big cross, um, and it's a it's a really cool legit cut. But I'll be growing that with Vader, um, so that's a a recent cross of his that hasn't been announced yet. So I, I don't want to steal his thunder. I know he has a video that's dropping any day now, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, he can't snap on uh, Mr. Vader's toes there. <laughs> well, that, they, they just may be literally too big to step on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I don't want to go over the helmet. That's the big thing, you know? It's just... <clears throat> Even again, it, it, it'd be a have to be a high toss there, too. That's a big cat, man. That's, I I'll <laughs> like, all my, like, celebrity if you if you will i think they're celebrity picks canvas people oh, yeah. picks there all the ones that standing next to vader man i'm like i feel like i'm standing like next to Shaq or something i'm like I feel like oh I'm yeah tall he, the, the name is fitting um you know the that was his nickname in the marine corps i mean that that's where it came from uh so that's where he got his name from and it's always kind of stuck and it is fitting <laughs> He's a big guy. So that's oh, it's awesome that uh, you guys are pushing forward and got a bunch of fire coming from uh, Ocean Grown there as well. I'm glad to see you stepping up to the breeder aspect of things there. You know, there's uh, a lot of good stuff to be had there. Some, I mean, are they... I'm trying to say this and be uh, correct, I guess. So I just ask it. How who's who's left of the team? Uh, you know, we've seen without no finger pointing, I'm just oh, kinda, no. you know, there's is it you and Vader? Uh and nerds went his separate way and ninjas went yeah. his. So right now it's uh kinda. it's yeah, it's Vader, myself, uh shrimp and uh, GMX. Uh so it's the four of All us right. right now. Yeah. That's well, it's nice to know I'm still good with two. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. You know, um, yeah, the, the guys went their separate ways. Um, you know, uh, I'm not really at liberty to comment on, on any of that. Um, oh, I don't want to, I don't, mean, yeah, it's, it's yeah, um, but uh, yeah, you know, people went their separate ways and uh, it is what it is, but we're a uh, you know, we're a really tight knit team. Right now, uh, everyone's got each other's back, and it's really about producing content. We've been, you know, kind of hunkering down, if you will. We, we were traveling, doing shows right up to uh, the start of the lockdowns. In fact, you know, we all went to, uh, I don't know if anyone else in chat was at the uh, the Denver show, but we were at, uh, I think it was Canacon or no, Indo Expo. It was Indo Expo in Denver in January. So we were at Indo Expo January of this year, which is where I think we probably all caught COVID, to be quite honest, because we all got deathly ill 
from that expo. And then right after that in February, we were in Hawaii, um, you know, at the cannabis expo there, not knowing anything about COVID at that point in time. Right. You know, and then lockdowns kicked in. So we've been traveling, still doing the shows, uh, you know, still working with lumberjack, um, just kind of hunkering down. Yeah. You know, Vader was really in a process of moving facilities. So uh, we were doing grow tube to keep the content going for a little while. GMX has been great at constantly doing content um, and just, you know, slow drops to, to lumberjack trying to keep things in stock. Uh, that's the other thing, you know, once you get a stable of strains, it's a balance of not only trying to make new strains, but also keep the ones you've already produced in stock. Uh, you know, we do, we all do small batch uh, craft breed. So you're only going to get so many seeds per batch. So it's like trying to cycle that through, uh, you know, Vader was, you know, moving across state uh, to a whole new facility, getting that all set up. But now that that's all built, he can start filming again. You know, things are going to start picking up. And I think uh, especially with the more act passing uh, here recently, more states going legal with this most recent election. Uh, the, the, the pendulum is definitely swung to the other side at this point, uh, or at least it's moving in that direction. So I feel the floodgates are about to open up. I'm starting to see cannabis content suggested on my homepage again in YouTube, which is like crazy. I've noticed this over, I don't know if anyone else has noticed like over the last three to four weeks, it seems like right after the election, all of a sudden, once those other states went, it feels like YouTube started recommending cannabis again. They've loosened up a little bit too. Um, so uh, I feel like we're right on the, the cusp. We're right on the edge. You know what I mean? The wave's about the crest, I think. I tell, <laughs> I tell you what, you guys have may have opened the doors for the content and you know, made room for people like myself. But I'd like to think I've definitely definitely have pushed some youtube and cannabis community limits here myself <laughs> this year <laughs> for sure youtube i am i ain't got no complaints man other than you know having to back up my shit in case it does get attacked or taken down you know i i've already somewhat smart i do have two channels the other one's backed up with good portion of the content not all but you know a lot of the earlier stuff for sure but like i said this is the third the christmas would be the third 24-hour event that i've done the first one was uh 420 i think i even i may have shot you uh, an invite on that before 20 went off pretty good but i lost it's lost to history because it was, I broke all the rules on YouTube on that <laughs> at once. It happens. Yeah, when, <laughs> I smoked, I smoked weed on YouTube for twenty six hours straight on YouTube for wow. twenty. Yeah, but well, I, I it started like a week before when in one of the sessions, Smiley's Garden Studio was like, you know. We, 420 we should you know do something now for charity and it started out to be uh, a 24 hour for charity but it was hard to push together and it was uh right in the middle of covid and it was hard to get responses for anybody so in the end i think it worked out better you know i think in the end they would have been somebody you uh wouldn't have liked where the charity which 
charity was picked out. It could have been this. It could have been that. I didn't want to handle the money. That's for sure. I didn't want anybody yeah. else to handle the money. I wanted to go directly to, and then didn't feed. None of those requirements were met. So in the end, we just asked everybody that came on to, you know, do something nice for somebody. Keep uh, good thoughts in mind. And if every guest came on, I offered the, you know, uh, if they had something in particular charity they wanted to. Uh, support or suggest you know they could throw that out there and you know i suggested like they changed their name at the bottom of the screen while they were on to whatever charity you know they wanted to support shit like that but it was a pretty good i, I had i had most of you guys on uh 420 i had uh lost leaf i had med grower i had tenazi i had pedro i had I had almost all, all a lot of the YouTubers. Uh, let's see here. Uh, damn. Uh, damn it. Uh, Father Mike. Father Mike was on <laughs> that day. Father Mike and it's uh, contagious. Those stoner moments, you know. <laughs> but it was too long. <clears throat> YouTube said it couldn't have been in any longer than uh, twelve-hour clips. No, and it was and or 128 gigs. I think I broke both between chat and the video. I think I broke both, but it was a good day. But it was in a format because I'd seen I was just coming off a panel show and I'd seen a lot of panel shows where it was too hard to talk. I was just coming off the Michigan Bros Grow show there and didn't really care for the bigger format, so I did it in three. So it'd be like me and you. And then halfway through our sesh, somebody came through, you know, to kind of liven it up. And then Mm -hmm. halfway through his time slot, you would check out, somebody else would come in and kind of refresh the conversation. So it was like threes all day long. And it worked out pretty well. But, man, towards the end of that thing, I was completely wrecked. Wrecked. I looked at back at that days later going, man, I don't know if I want that thing to air. I was pretty fucked up at the end of that. But it, it worked out pretty well. And then uh, I did it again uh, Thanksgiving, just out of the blue. Thanksgiving went even twice as good as 420 did. I just, like, the day before, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a 24-hour. And I just kind of threw it out there, and it just built as the day went. So two-thirds of the day, it was rabbit hole. People that were past guests came in and, you know, wished everybody happy Thanksgiving. And then... Uh, a third of the day from noon to six, and I guess that's not quite of a third. I just put the, the numbers, the Zoom numbers and password in chat there. And uh, any of the people from chat popped on and said, you know, happy oh, Thanksgiving cool. and all that. Man, that day right there, all in all, it wasn't concurrent, so I don't think I was touching your record. But we had 3,200 views. You that's know, a, hey, that's a hell of a stream right there, dude. 3,200 views. That's a lot of unique viewers. Was, um, yeah, it was pretty good, and it was a pretty awesome day. So I think we're going to do that Christmas. We're going to do a similar show, maybe. <clears throat> I'll do the show uh, tomorrow night. We'll be with uh, Aaron the Grower, ATG, and Clacking the Scoot will be here, and we're starting a little early. And I think we'll kick it off with that. So as soon as they're done, I think I'll start it off at the rabbit hole, and it'll just continue. 
throughout the day, I may pass that o- the whole ship over to somebody else for a few hours. But if you want to pop in, there's no rule of three this time. You know, uh, Thanksgiving, I didn't have no rule of three either. It worked out just fine. A couple times it got to where people have learned, in my opinion, not to be so quick to step on each other's toes when talking. So it went out pretty good. So if you want to pop on some time, yeah. uh, Christmas a, there. Will just, it be the you know, same? Is it the same Zoom number, I assume? Yep, yeah. Yes, sir. Right, yes, here. sir. I won't promise anything, but if Pop I'm on. around, if I can sneak away from the family, I, I got I got two kids and the wife and everything, so again, no no promises. But uh yeah, if I'm free, I'll stop by. I'm not holding you to nothing. I'm just passing the olive branch, my friends. Passing I appreciate that. Thank you. That's one thing, and it's all in the spirit of what you guys did, man. You know, I've tried to be that guy myself to where you guys left off and have tried to, like, do my best to maintain an even path through the community. Let everybody know, you know, from all the other shows that, they, you know, they're welcome to stop by here. You know, we can talk about whatever. There's only been a few people, I think, through this whole thing, which... You know, and it was friggin' again, you talk about not talking about the right things. Politics is one not to talk about. And I've ventured down some pretty deep COVID rabbit holes. And them are the only ones, people that, you know, I've had some bad COVID conversations and <laughs> lost a few friends <laughs> to the show on that. But other than that, you know, we've been pretty, pretty good about keeping people coming back. That's for sure. I think they'll, they'll come back around, um, you know, especially when this passes. Look, if 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 you build it, they will come. Uh, you know, I know it's an old cliche, but keep doing it, and um, it, it'll it'll happen as long as you continue to make improvements. Uh, the show looks like it's got steady growth. Um, I mean, I've had a good time. I definitely would recommend for other people to come on. I've I've never done an interview style show like this before. I mean. I go on other people's shows, but there's usually a general like grow topic or a theme to the show. So the, the interviews kind of mixed in. Um, I mean, this is probably the most candid kind of one-on-one interview I think I've ever done. So it's definitely been, been fun for me so far. Like you said, I'm almost glad we we didn't do a pre-show because it's nice to get it kind of off the cuff and, and really kind of from the heart. You know what I mean? That's the aspect I think a lot of people appreciate about the show. It's like them being able to actually, you know, be in on the conversation or fly on the wall, you know, on a very genuine conversation. And they, you know, that's, it, it's very notable. You can't hide what's going on in front of your eyes like that. You know? uh, it's, it's, it's definitely the key to this for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know even if I could, you know, I've actually been approached by many people about doing it in a not like non-live setting. I can't seem to do it or want to do it without the live aspect. And again, that's where I'm cheating again. We're, we're reverting slightly back to the monetization thing there. Uh, I can, I put up like some videos, you know, grow videos, but again, I've never went back through and took in the care that you guys have always done with, you know, 
any of that shit. Yeah, I'd stumble through mine. I laughed. Fucking, this is a one take and done. You know what I mean? None were the uploads, but there was a there's a whole fucking one good reason why this thing is the way it is. That's because I'm not going back and editing this thing. You know, mm-hmm. this thing publishes as soon as we're done, and I've been asked to you know, go back and take things out. I'm like, no, I, you know, it is what it is. I, it that's is what it is. It. It's live, baby. It's not. There's no take backs when it's live. The internet is forever. I have learned that the hard way too. Well, I've had my journeys through there too. I've had a couple of stumbles, a couple of things I haven't said, mm-hmm. apologies. I should have. I went back and said things I fucking flashed on the screen that I shouldn't have fucking flashed on the screen. I've had people that, uh, it's, that's another thing too, that when you post something and they're like, by the way, I've caught that in the very background, <laughs> you know, this or that. And I'm like, holy shit, <laughs> how in the hell did you catch that writing way off in the back? So yeah. Oh, they you find little... every little thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, every little thing. I take special note to everything that's on camera now. Um, I've been doxxed before, so uh, I make sure to not uh, reveal too much and make sure everything on camera that's in the shot is here for a reason. <laughs> I've actually been, because I do try to stay in shape, you know, as much as I can. I've had a, one cat even notice that, you know, it, and I knew it to be true, man. Life takes me in some steady directions. And you know, sometimes I get busy and don't get to work out as much as I should. And one cat called me out. And I, I, I didn't even reply because I knew it was true. He said, man, next time I watch that show, I want to see those weights moved. And I was thinking, you fucker, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I believe, I've um I actually I've I've used COVID to my advantage. Um, you know, I used to commute into San Francisco, so I had about a two hour commute each direction. So four hours of my day was spent commuting. I've been fortunate enough to still maintain my job and be able to work from home. So uh working out and exercising has now become a part of my life. I've lost um I lost 40 pounds since the start of COVID. I lost my chin. So last time, you know, if you were to go back and look at older GrowTube episodes, you'd see my nice double chin uh, when I was 40 pounds heavier. And that was just, you know, what, six, eight months ago, something like that. So um, so it wasn't a thick, luscious beard? Is that what you're trying to tell me, doggo? <laughs> Not back then it wasn't. <laughs> <sighs> no, I don't. I don't really have a neck though either. My shoulders still just come right to. I don't have much of a of a neck, but no. But um, yeah, I know that those are the comments that always get you though. I mean, that would get to me in the past, right? That's what I'm saying. You, that's when you feel self conscious about something, and then you spot that in the comment section, and it's like, oh no, it pierced through. Don't read the comments. You know, and that's a double-edged sword, I guess. Yeah, I know. I found myself, you know, I'm, I'm a quirky person, but, you know, I do read chat as we're going along, and uh, <laughs> I called somebody out the other night, and I thought it was the comments that I had fucking, I can take a shot. I can laugh at myself. 
I laugh at myself more than anybody, I think. You know what I mean? First off. And um, so I had somebody in chat the other day, and I I think I may have made him feel bad, and I didn't intend to. But uh, they were saying something in chat, roughly, you know, kind of about me. And I was like, I was like oh, that's funny. You know, I'm laughing right along, too. And I said, well, at least you let up about this comment. And it was like, wait a minute. <laughs> what comment are you talking about? And then after I went and kind of said something, they were like, well, you know, I'm just playing, right? And I'm thinking to myself, I thought it was fucking hilarious when you said it. Just because I remembered it and I brought it up don't mean necessarily I was, you know, mad about it. I was like... <laughs> I brought it up because it was funny, you know what I mean? It sucked because it was funny. That was crap. But I think in turn, by bringing it back up again, I think I kind of overstepped a little bit. Yeah, I avoid a lot of that back and forth now, uh, especially in the comment section. Uh, YouTube actually uh, made it great for us content creators. Um, I mean, they've made themselves the scapegoat. I used to be known as kind of like a pacifist, which I, I kind of think is why my first channel got deleted. And then some channels got brought back. I think part of the reason I didn't is because on the original channel, I never moderated the comment section. I let everything fly. So there were huge wars, huge comment wars, you know, in the comment section. Now, um, YouTube holds the creator responsible, not only for the comment section, but for the live chat as well. So now, um, you know, my stance on everything, and it was, you know, they started this at the beginning of the year, and we this uh, started kind of the last season of GrowTube. But the mods know, and it's just like, hey, the first sign of toxicity, ban them, gone. Um, I don't want to be held responsible. And it keeps all that toxicity out because that stuff's going to spread like cancer anyways. Uh, so I now do what I'm supposed to do as a creator. It's part of YouTube's guidelines. And if they're going to hold me responsible, uh, look, sorry, chat, uh, and comment section, but you're not going to, not on my channel. Um, you know, so the mods know that we just delete first sign of it gone. Boom. And it's been a happy, great place. People can have great conversations. Um, the same moderators that moderate my channel also moderate our ocean grown discord, as well as the grow tube uh, fan discord. Um, you know, their, their community run just, they, they own that now. So that way it won't get, uh, uh, deleted. Um, and they have great, like, you know, there's no toxicity in there either. Uh, and it's actually been fantastic because people can actually hold conversations and people understand it's a safe place. So new growers, you know, they're not going to get shit on, uh, by the other comment sections, uh, you know, because once people start to, you know, get toxic, gone, see ya. Um, there's, there's way too many other people wanting to join the community. You know, we don't, uh, we don't want that around. Uh, we don't serve your kind here, as the, the bartender would say in the cantina. So, um, that's kind of the stance I take on all that stuff now. I just kind of avoid it, let the mods, uh, handle it. And thank goodness for moderators. Shout out. I see a lot of blue, uh, uh, names in the chat. So shout out to all your moderators too. Um, because they're the ones that have to deal with all that shit. So we don't have to. Um, so huge shout out to the mods for taking care of all that. Yeah, you know, mods across the world. <laughs> for all creators. 
Yeah, I didn't realize necessarily that uh, we were responsible to what was going on in chat there. Yes, absolutely. You can get strikes for that. Yeah. Racist comments, toxicity, harassment. Yep, absolutely. Comments and live chat. You are responsible as a creator. So they can, it's, uh, I've personally, the only times I've seen it enforced, it's just one of those like, hey, it's just another excuse to give you a, a check mark or a strike. You know what I mean? So why why give them a reason? <laughs> you know. So. Well, that's that's one of the things. You know, for the most part, the community I've found it's been pretty amazing on comments. I've never really seen no bad, bad banner back and forth amongst themselves. The only haters I've kind of seen come through chat have been towards me. I've had a lot of fucking. Well, wish so glad you got cancer and shit like that. And you started your show started your show this year, right? You said earlier this year is when you started. Yeah, and that's that's exactly why you haven't seen it. Um, the algorithm and YouTube itself has vastly improved with removing the toxicity from within its community. Um, because at our heyday of GrowTube, let me tell you something. I think anyone in chat here today that was still in those GrowTube chats will tell you it was toxic AF. Uh, I mean it was bad chat during the show was toxic the comment sections was toxic and that was that like i was telling you all these communities coming at each other all at once um so it's kind of like we went through all that youtube's gotten rid of a lot of the toxicity by banning a lot of accounts the algorithm's been great you know half the comments now are just deleted you know if you go in you look in your held to review section there's like 15 comments in there they'll pull them automatically you know so if you unless you go in and read those Google um, lately has been in chat fucking yeah. smacking people down. Yeah. So it's been a crazy one. Yeah. So it's, uh, they've been good with it. So now with the toxicity gone, yeah, it's been much more constructive uh, and a lot more. I think people are starting to come out of the woodwork again. You know, I think, the, you know, um, and it's good to see, like I said, your show, GML show, uh, everyone's show is still going on because I think, yeah, there's, there's still room for these podcasts. We're, we're only at the tip. Of the iceberg it's, it's about to go floodgates are about to open well, you guys you guys left us a big hole <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're welcome i guess i don't know <laughs> in a way though you know it's no it's funny though is is another content creator and a fan of your show i was on your heels Right at your break there, right before summer of this year, right as you guys were crossing that 100, I was sneaking up on 100. And I remember you saying you know, something along the lines, we got to get back to work soon, man. These guys are catching up and going to pass us on numbers here. And I was like, you better get back to work because I'm right on your tail. I'm coming, I'm coming past the 100 right there. But, uh, uh I was hoping you guys were going to come right back. And then I heard when I would, we were all worried. I remember the day actually on the show that the content from uh, the channel disappeared and it was all the fucking talk. And I guess you, you know, comment, don't comment on it. You know, that's your prerogative. But I remember that day, man, it was fucking panic, man. And we were sitting here doing the show and I can't remember the first person who said it. It was like, 
Diego's channel's down. I'm sorry if I keep using that. Name. No, no, that's fine. No, no, and it, <laughs> it's just, it, um, I, I will just I like remember, you know, like I like I said earlier, um, I, I want people, you know, I want people to know, um, it was not taken down, meaning like no one, it wasn't like banned or anything like that. Um, I took it all down, but it it had to come down, uh, and I can't really get into it other than it had to come down. Everything came down. I took it down myself so I could maintain the channels, the links, the accounts, you know, users and all that stuff have been reset to zero, you know. Uh, but I, like I said, I don't mind starting with a blank canvas because I feel like, you know, with a couple shout outs, I've gathered, uh, you know, a bunch of subscribers quickly. I feel like I have a good grasp of the current active community or at least you know the the people who need to know who i am and where to find me have found me um and so i feel like my momentum is right where it was at the beginning of the summer i don't feel like i've lost a lot just the numbers have been reset to zero um and i don't really mind the user counts being reset to zero i've this would be the what the third time i'm grinding back to over ten thousand subs so like i've gotten good at it it's okay it's like starting a new character in warcraft or something you know what i mean um we just gotta level it up <laughs> oh i have no doubts that it will fucking come right back and that was that was a basically it was more of a worry that i seen going on in chat it wasn't like a conspiracy it was just more of a worry one that the witch hunt was out or then two that uh you know that things were all right with you basically yeah. and the future of grow to, you know, that's, it was too. It was like all the thing that night in chat. It's gone. It's all gone. We were like going over to the channel. It's gone. <laughs> it's true. It's gone. I wonder what's happening. Yeah. It's gotta be because of this. Is it ever coming back? No, we don't know. Oh fuck. <laughs> but I'm glad to see, you know, for one reason or another that, uh, it is you, you're coming back. You know, there is at least a canvas, at play here you know what mm -hmm. i mean i never even thought about uh viewing the content on high times to be honest with you uh that was one of the things as they kind of spun out this year in my opinion they spun out especially losing danny and you know moreover kind of did the the rumors of drip dipping their feet into the cannabis market mm -hmm. themselves kind of i think really hurt them as well but uh, i kind of like eh, don't get me wrong again and again don't get me wrong they show up here tomorrow with a cup i'm shelling out the cash and i'm going <laughs> <laughs> i ain't got that kind of hate for high times or nothing i'll go man they've been no, good to me it. man i enjoy the events i loved working with high times i love the high times cups um i mean it, it, from my side everything's been great for us at Ocean Grown, everything's been great. I mean, Vader's in the High Times, you know, Breeder Hall of Fame. So, I mean, we couldn't have asked for anything more for, you know, for Vader, for the brand, for the show, GrowTube. I mean, I, I feel so blessed. I, I came out, you know, from nowhere coming into this. And I was no one. Just I was like you, a fan, just someone in chat watching Hash Church. And then to make a show, then have it picked up by High Times. Um, and then to be a sponsor at the show and then be partnered with us at multiple cups. And I mean, you can go look at the videos there on high times, you know, the old vlogs. I mean, the access that we were given behind the scenes at the cup. I mean, like 
being on stage to film all that stuff. I mean, like I said, like I got to live it. Like I got to live the the height of cups and prohibition. Um, You know, when they're teaching this to kids in history schools, like we're a part of it. Uh, So like, I, I couldn't have asked, you know, it's been a bumpy ride, but I wouldn't have changed it for anything. Um, The people I've gotten to meet um, the, the, experiences the it's i mean i'm taken back now just thinking about it i mean just when you put things into perspective um this is just a hobby i was just a passionate cannabis grower um a plant that changed my life uh, and just to be here on your show now i know it seems small but it's it's really big uh you, you know like this is we're getting content out to the people we're talking about the plant we're showing people this can be done look at you right now right like you got all those plants behind you um it's a plant it's a freaking plant like come on man like (laughs) it's a plant uh i was thinking about that the other day like you know the people that have went down the the course of getting in trouble with the plant even if it were myself i mean out of everything i've done in my life if I were to honestly, and I'm within my numbers, this is just for conversation's sake, find myself in jail for cannabis, I would feel like the biggest bitch in fucking jail for that. What are you in here for? Growing a plant? <laughs> <laughs> just growing a plant? That's it? I didn't hurt no Get boo this man. <laughs> you don't, there ain't no reason to be in here. There's no, there's no reason. Um, but, you know, and that's, that's why I think anyone who, there were so many warriors, cannabis, true cannabis warriors who have come before us. Uh, I, I still, try and make sure to humble myself because I walked into it, you know, in a legal state when it was already in a time when it's already been legal. You know, I talked to some cool about this a lot. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is cracking because I get, I get emotional. Um, I've, you know, when Subcool was here, we, we got to talk a lot, you know, Subcool has been to jail seven times for this plant prison, right? Federal prison kicked out of countries all to fight and protect this plant. Uh, you can say what you want about the man. He has been a warrior for cannabis. Um, and, uh, you know, when you hear the stories like that, it makes me sit back and realize, yeah, there's. Um, I, I can't even begin. So many people have have been drugged through the mud over this plant. Lives ruined, destroyed, um, you know, and I've gotten to come in from nowhere um and just grow this plant so so openly and freely Uh, i take it for granted i'll I'll always use the example um and not not the pool grow mouse back into the picture again but this was the this was you know one of those like wake-up calls for me um we were at the north one of the norcal cups grow mouse had come up with us and grow mouse was originally from texas um you know where where it's big big no-no to have plants there um and so we were trading cuts and we were getting ready to leave. We're out in front of the B and B that we had rented. And we have like these three cuts, you know, and like half grown veg plants, or whatever. And we're just all standing in the driveway holding cuts. And there was like a mother plant there, you know, and it's just like all out in the open. 
in the driveway in California. And Mouse was legit freaked out. Freak, like freaked out. And he and he's just like, he like this, this, this doesn't happen in Texas. Like he was just just talking about just standing cars driving by, you know, just standing out in the open with the plant. Um, you know, and that was like, yeah, we're we're so open with it here. It's so nonchalant. Um, really take it for granted. Um, there's because there's like we mentioned it earlier in the show, right? There's still states where you get caught with a little nug in your pocket. You're going to jail, son. See ya. Throw away the keys. Um, not cool. Not cool. So, you, you know, I, I don't know what kind of how much respect I can give or just a huge shout out to all those cannabis warriors that came before us. Um, I, I don't forget that. Um, and so I always try and, you know, think about that. I always think about sub cool, his stories, going to prison, um, you know, so as I grow this plant, I there's that responsibility you mentioned earlier that comes along with this as a, as a cannabis creator, um, because we can grow it so freely. Um, yeah, let's get the information out for the people. Let's not be a dick about it. Um, you know, uh, we can do things the right way. We can all make a living honestly the right way. Um, and let's do those people who fought for this plant justice. The people who have died for it. The people who have fought for it legally. Let's do it right. And I, and I guess I asked that of the community too. Um, you know, I've been in dispensaries where they're trying to be like an Apple store and I've been in dispensaries where it's a complete hole in the wall. Um, you know, so I would ask the community as a whole, let's do right by all those people. Like let's pick it up a notch, right? Like let's get this legalized and we're not going to do that by fighting amongst ourselves and being divided and things like that, you know? So let's just for the plant, for all the people who came before us, let's just, do what we got to do, put differences aside, come together and let's get this stuff legalized already. Um, let's get these people out of jail. Let's, uh, you know, let's do right by the plant. Shout out to mouse, man. We've had a few talks about that cat a few nights on the show and about the grow tube, you know, group, you know, talking about the grow tube and what you guys were doing there. But uh, in the, in the light of him, Talking about, you know, coming on and laying down that knowledge in that fucking helmet, not behind like a screensaver <laughs> two hours in that helmet. I mean, I can't imagine or going to the cups in that thing. And man, that was he yeah, is a champion. I miss him a lot. I miss him a lot. Um, but, you know, perfect example of the community driving someone away um you know and i don't mind holding that over the community because i lost a friend i don't mean i don't i don't talk to him he completely left i mean months after you know i've talked to you know med i've talked to loki i've talked to he doesn't talk to anyone um and that's the community's fault that is the community's fault that is what drove him away um people found out you know his relationship with chilled people got a hold of his personal numbers personal emails chilled called him nonstop, harassed him wanted him to hold his hand um turned on him and they drove him away um and that is the negative toxic part of the community 
that I don't mind slapping upside the head with the band hammer the first side I see it when it walks into my comment section or my live chat because I lost a friend to that. That is the toxicity that spreads like cancer. That is why I'm no longer a pacifist um, because get that shit out of here. doesn't need to be in the comment section. doesn't be, need to be in chat. And if you're talking like that to people, you don't belong in this community. And that's, that's my, that is my opinion on that. Um, you shouldn't be driving content creators away. Um, and I will, I will fight to the ends of the earth to protect Mouse in that regard um, because it's not fair. It's not fair to him, uh, you know, emotionally. And I don't think it's fair to any of us uh, and the other viewers because a couple of trolls have their way and they can get to someone. <clears throat> we all suffer as a community and we lose a brilliant mind as a result. They push them into hiding. Um, so I hope Mouse comes back out. One of these days, when the time is right for him, he'll poke his head out, and it may be never again, and that's perfectly fine, too. Um, <clears throat> but uh, that's what happens. Um, you know. And I think that's, again, where that responsibility to us as creators need to stand up for one another as creators and stand up to the bullies and the toxicity in the chat and just not stand for it. We don't have to like each other as creators, but we should all be against toxicity in general. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, for sure, and don't definitely don't we need to throw it back back in the ball back and forth to one another. That's for sure. That's for sure. But you know, as a whole, I don't see that too much in that. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Cannabis. Uh, uh, in the community anymore. Uh, like you said, I think once some people have, you know, kind of, you know, reared their ugly head, I think uh, the people in the community have taken note of that. And And I apologize to the chat. I see people like, I, you know, I got really like pointed there talking to the chat in the community, but I feel, I feel very strongly. I lost a friend. I lost a really good friend for no reason. <clears throat> other than people are toxic so um sorry that touched me here man <laughs> i miss grow mouse <clears throat> you know people can be toxic and that was you know uh, one thing i did talk to uh about quite a bit was that negativity there and that was one thing that i went on the bandwagon after he passed about that uh, making sure that he got remembered because there were so many people while it was live that never even took time to even question allegations or whatever. They just picked up this stone and re recasted it, and uh, it was sad to see. Sad to see that I was glad to see, <clears throat> and uh, sadly, in his passing, so many great memories. I've had a lot of great weed nerds on here telling their story, how some fucking touched their life at one point or another, did this, did that. It's, it's nice to hear the, the good stories. I wish they were more prevalent while he was alive. I wish more people were singing them tunes and uh, some of the negativity was around. But I just, I don't, as a whole, I don't see it anymore. I see when it comes up, I see it dissipate just as fastly as it pops up anymore. Yeah. I'm glad to see that. I'm proud to see that aspect of the community. You know, 
Well, I am too. And and that's why I said, I think a lot of the creators are seeing that too. And that's why creators as a whole, everyone, when you take all of that toxicity on top of the platforms themselves, not making up their mind, what they want to do, banning some posts, not banning others, you know, flagging some stuff, but then, Oh no, we made a mistake. It's all good. Like, like what? what? So what's, plat- which one's safe? What's not. So I think now, I think that coupled with YouTube seems to be stabilizing. The toxicity, as you said, seems to dissipate as quickly as it vaporizes or manifests itself. Creators are coming back out. People are posting content more. And more. I saw Pedro and Dizzy starting to stream on YouTube again, even right. Like so, people are coming back. I can I can sense it. I can feel the energy. I think the community can feel the energy too. It's different. It's changed. Something's different. Uh, I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but I think anyone who watches content, <clears throat> cannabis content on YouTube has realized something's changed recently. And so I feel like YouTube's dipping their toe back in. I don't think, I don't think, we're, like I said, floodgates aren't there yet, but they're starting to, they're starting to, you know, test the waters, if you will, you know, so. So um, a lot of that is, <clears throat> I think, uh, with YouTube anyway. I think a lot of it is that uh, they are watching us as we pop up with these lives and uh, seeing how we interact with chat and seeing the quality of chat and see that we do actually are bringing some value to YouTube. And moreover, and this is the funny part, I, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, getting ready to say it, is I see, I, I think it, it's looking at the diversity of the content we're bringing and that being a lot of uh, like how to grow the plant, organics and soil quality, and, you know, microbes and stuff like that. It isn't, you know, bongs and fucking stuff like that. Bong reviews and what's, product what's, reviews. We're bringing education with it as well. So here's this, this is the part I can't get. I don't get. Uh, and I, I agree with you 100%. What's hilarious, though, is that the cannabis channels that they do allow that have hundreds of thousands of subscribers, I think Jolioli has over a million, he's like 1.7 million. All those high subscriber count channels are people smoking out of bongs, blowing smoke at the camera, product reviews, taking giant dabs, massive dabs you shouldn't be taking, actually making cannabis look bad. Um, you know, um, aftermath videos of taking huge dabs, uh, all of these things about smoking. Whereas we're just trying to show people how to organically garden. <laughs> GrowTube was a podcast about botany. People, uh, you know, like, oh, like you teach people how to grow cannabis. Like that, that's cool. And they think like, well, what do you guys talk about? I'm like, microbes and the rhizosphere of the plant ph to keep my water because of my cocoa ion exchange i want to make sure i have enough magnesium in there for the plants and they're like huh what like oh like science <laughs> it's like yeah biology it's it's farming here like we're growing a plant people like <laughs> there's they think it's a, oh you grow cannabis oh like tell me all about it it's like oh yeah well there's water and sunlight and so photosynthesis do you remember that from science biology class in fourth grade do you remember photosynthesis chlorophyll you get it? yeah that's growing weed 
It's botany. <laughs> but we're the ones who get banned. <clears throat> it's 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 it, we've so, came a long way though. So we, if YouTube really is have. listening though, if YouTube is listening, I would say let's work together. You know what I mean? Just tell us. Just get stop being obscure with the guidelines. I think most creators will work with the guidelines. Just tell us what the rules are. Don't link to seed sites. Don't link to this. Don't like. But fine, sure. Just tell us what the rules are, and we'll follow them. Just give us some rules. At one point, I thought it was swears. <laughs> I thought it was swears that was getting uh, me in know. trouble. I, a bit. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like <laughs> Lexi, Lex, my shout out to my daughter. What's love, baby? Uh, <clears throat> there is a uh, so much. Uh, I actually did one episode where after getting consecutive episodes in trouble. There, I'm like, okay, what is it? And they're like, dude, <laughs> it's cannabis. I'm like, no, I don't think it's that. You know, they know what's going on here. So I don't think it's that. Well, it's the swearing and the content. Because a couple of times that was in the reasons why I was in trouble. And I'm like, again, I don't I don't think it's that either. And I even tested it one night in a rabbit hole. I came on after being discouraged after like four takedowns in a row. I'm like, okay. I even started it with like, episode whatever the fucking rabbit hole and i encourage and i do you know who wheeler walker is you ever heard any good wheeler what you i know you've heard that i like pot a lot you've never heard i like pot a lot he's like a country singer it's funny oh you have to look into wheeler walker oh man (laughs) he's got some funny funny content i'm serious you'll you will laugh your ass off good a lot of swears a lot of graphic content but I sat through, I played a whole bunch of Wheeler Walker that night. I swore, I dropped the fuck word, I think, at least a hundred times. I encouraged oh, wow. chat to say it. I had people, I'm like, all right, one, two, three, everybody in chat say fuck. <laughs> right in chat right now. That episode never got flagged. Never wow. didn't get a flag. I didn't get a copyright issue. I tried everything I could do to get it set, and I never got one that night. Couldn't figure it out. So I can't. I've never figured out the rhyme or reason what what the triggers are yet. But I I keep showing up. I keep trying. <laughs> well, hey man, uh, it's getting towards eleven o'clock here. It's eleven o three. I do kind of, I kind of turn into a pumpkin at midnight. I like to get to bed and I do still have to get into the garden and top off the reservoir. So, uh, I know you go pretty late, man, but I think I may, uh, I may dip out here pretty soon. Oh, no regrets, man. It's been a great conversation. It's been, it's been a night to remember for me, man. I do have a ton of respect for you. I've kicked myself from, uh, since missing, missing you when you were here in Michigan, that was like we will meet very at some point. high on one of my things. Don't you to worry, do, man. But that was a special one. That was that was again. That's 
That's worth kicking myself, man. That that day, no, made, no, that no, no, may never no regrets. Surface. No regrets. Uh, that was a good one, man. But I'll at least I got you again. to come on today. And again, I'm stoked that uh, I got to get to you to come on and uh, be one of the first creator contenders to have you on. That's one of the most. This has been fun. This is, I've, like I said, yeah. I've never done an interview style like this before. So. Um, I was great. wondering if you were gonna, you being a, I think a much better uh, host than I am. I was waiting for it to be spun around. <laughs> no, I purposely. I was try quite not waiting for it to be. <laughs> no, I try. I purposely because that will happen. I'll just take over a show. So I always try and shut myself up. I can go off on tangents for a long time. So I, I apologize if I did that tonight. Um, Oh no no no! I was you know I I I uh, encourage that by the way you know it's like I said it's your hour, like you said about yourself, you know I'm just the middle. I say this all the time. That's why I laugh so hard. I'm just the middleman. You're the one <laughs> they're here to hear tonight. I say it almost every night before every show. That's why I laugh so hard when you were saying it, because it's a daily spiel for me. Because it's so it's so true. <laughs> And uh, tonight was an honor for me, man. Uh, I can't, I can't emph- emphasize that enough. And I hope you do come back on and uh, ramble all you want. You know, yeah. I don't. I'm still on that aspect where you can come on and ramble on just about pretty much whatever you want. <laughs> well, that's a nice I, way to roll. As long as it. it's in the rabbit hole. As long as it's in the rabbit hole, we can talk about whatever we want to talk about. That's well, there's no rules really- in the rabbit hole. I hope chat's got something ready. I'm going to smoke one for the road, so I'll stick around and finish this. I'll cash this bowl. Hopefully, chat's got something to smoke on, too. This has been fun. They, I will definitely, they can't, they're not going to let me. They're not going to let you what? They're not going to let me go without getting the sound bite, even though I've been a little bit laggy. I've oh. got good reason to be now about the, the sound bite. The soundbite is like the old school uh, radio advertisement. I'm sure you know about that as well. So basically what I'm looking for, in my words, is like, hey, this is Eagle Gardens, and I'm on fucking Talking Shit with Eagle, episode 276. You can add to it. You can whatever, make it your own. But basically, this will be, this is the commercial for your episode, so... Uh, anytime you want to throw that out, I am clipping out this portion of the episode, so I'll save myself a little bit of editing work. <laughs> <coughs> oh, you would like me to record you a soundbite? <coughs> Is that what you're asking? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. they, they, they right. get bored of me saying it every night. Yeah, I want your soundbite, your words, not mine. What, what episode? <laughs> I'll get I'll get close. I'll get you the the radio voice. <laughs> what? Uh... Uh, 276, what, my man. We're episode 276. Um, all right. Okay, I think I got it. So just go. You just want me to go at any time? Yeah. Yeah, just right, go. Man. All right. Hey, everybody. You all know who it is. Your friend on this end, Doggo, out here on the dock of the bay. Fucking talking shit with Eagle Gardens, episode two seventy six. That was perfect. Is that good? That was perfect. Radio announcer. That was awesome. 
I see that's the quality I knew I was gonna get. That's why when you fucking sent me that DM today about fucking video and sound check, I'm like, fucking this is doggo. He need who's who who's he kidding? He needs a fucking sound check, really? It's it's gonna be perfect. I always, on his hey, end, you never huh? know, man. Shit could you don't understand. Like 30 minutes, my computer probably 30 minutes before the show, this computer blue screened like four times in a row. Um that's why I told you that before we started. Like, let's do it. What, do we need an audio check? Is it working? Is it gonna crash? So nothing has crashed. We're good so far. Been a great night, man. This has been an honor, man. Fucking awesome. I know we're stoked, you know. That's another thing, too. You know how I knew you were back the day, the minute you were, uh, you had already had like 75 people following you when I made it to you. But I knew because fucking chat came running. And was like, Diego, Diego, doggos. I'm sorry. I'm going <laughs> to no, probably do that care. for the rest of my life. No. I remember him as. <laughs> so many people call me Dago. Um, that's my handle on the CV radio also is Dago. So that's why I said, like, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. Uh, I don't want anyone to get banned by typing it in chat or whatever. People call me like, that's been my nickname for years. So no, it doesn't bother me. I have no negative connotations. Uh, there's no derogatory references behind it whatsoever. So you, you, you call me Dago, call me Dago. That's my name. They can't, they can't ban you for calling someone by their nickname or, or their name. So, you know, what, whatever, it's all good. <laughs> but they, they, but they, the fact of the matter is they came running. They came running, brother. They're like, he's back. He's back. I instantly cool. got on my YouTube. I was like, no shit. Hopefully this isn't a fake account. Follow. Will you please come on the show? <laughs> and uh it's not it a fake account. Out, it was a real account. Yeah. So well, Obviously, thanks for having me on. Not, I if, I appreciate it. If a it, lot. Was, it was, you're fun. a hell of an imposter. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Yes, sir. Well, thank you, Eagle. Anytime, man. Uh, thank you, chat. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, it's been fun, man. Thanks any a lot. idea? Any idea where we can when we can start looking for uh, some of that content? Well, I mean, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, that's the best place. You can subscribe to me on Instagram. Uh, I have a Twitter account also. I don't really use Twitter. I don't understand Twitter. I missed the boat on that one. Instagram really is the only secondary, but YouTube is really, that's my platform. It's YouTube. I post on YouTube. I post on Instagram. We have an ocean grown discord. Uh, that's linked in all my video descriptions. I definitely recommend if you're into the discord community and growing, join the ocean grown discord. Uh, I do interact a lot there. We currently have uh, what we call the shockwave grow down happening there. There's uh, over 50 growers all growing the shockwave F2 uh, that I crossed last year. And they're all fighting for tester spots on the ocean grown team. So that's all being documented in the discord and Discord's completely anonymous, by the way, they don't track your IP or anything. So uh, it was meant for streamers. And so people and streamers don't get doxxed. So it's completely anonymous. So even if you're worried about being in a red state, what have you, you don't have to worry about logging into discord because it doesn't track you or where you're from. So discord's a great place to hang out, learn to grow. 
uh, bring a positive attitude because uh, again, there's no toxicity uh, allowed over there in the in the Discord server. But Vader and I will both release things for Growers Workshop uh, as the time comes. Um, I don't want to give time pro promises or anything, but soon um, there will be content coming soon. Uh, just stay tuned. Uh, I have two videos ready to drop back to back here on my channel soon. I got my pressure washer video about the drop. Then we have transplanting the clones uh, as the second video. And then I have the garden updates on, I got four weeks now of flower under the chilled led. So we're going to give an update from the light build and then starting off 2020. In fact, you'll be the first person I'm going to issue this challenge to Eagle. Um, I'm trying to issue a challenge to all the content creators. This is something I'm a big fan of maker channels. <clears throat> I watch a lot of DIY and maker channels. At the beginning of every year, all the makers like to do a shop tour. They do a tour of their shop. So I'm going to do a garden tour. I'm going to do a tour of my shed. This is everything I do, dehumidification, lights. Here's my system and everything. And I'm going to ask everyone else in the community to do the same. What's your 2021 garden tour? So I'll be kicking off uh, my first video of 2021 is going to be a shed tour. A lot of people have asked me to do that. So, And then I'm going to start to reach out to people. Hey, everyone, do, do like a garden tour sometime in January. So hopefully we can get a lot of people to post garden tours uh, in January. And we can kick off the season with here's... Here's everyone's garden tours and, you know, here's the gardens and maybe what people have growing in 2021. See if we just can't get, you know, we can all learn from each other's garden. Everyone's garden's different. That's why I love looking at everyone's garden. Um, and there's always something that someone has that you're like, oh, hey, that would work in my garden. Or look at what that guy's doing with it. Do you see the way that guy's got his pots with the, oh, look how that person set up their floor flex. Yeah, I could, do. you know, someone's always going to see something from somebody else's garden. Right. So it's like, let's all get some garden tours going and see who's who's working with what. So. Um, so, yeah, so I got lots of content planned for my channel ahead. So so that's the long way of me saying just up to my YouTube channel already for crying out loud. That's like, what do I got to do? Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a given, man. That's a given. If we're not. If you're not subbed up, you're missing out. That's for sure. You're gonna be messing up, that's for sure. <clears throat> man, I'm so again, man, I'm so stoked. I can't thank you enough for coming on. As the people that uh, I've wanted to get on, and I, you know, I have a lot of respect for, I can cross this one off the list, and hopefully, I can see some more of you in the future because uh, I do respect you and what you've helped start. You know, you you did help. Uh, there was content being kicked out there before the growth tube and all that, but uh, it definitely made people step up their what they were doing in their game. And you guys helped kick out a lot of great information. You guys, thank you. Spawned off a lot of people like myself that wanted to do the same thing in admiration and. Uh, if anything, just to help fill the void when you guys were taking a break, you guys, you guys don't, you guys don't necessarily know the void you leave when you take the break. I, I true. know that's you're, part you're of the guilt right. trip I, I get, but, <clears throat> but man, we, you got during the summer months, it's like you kick in the can and go, oh, what the fuck we do now, man, on Friday nights. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Um, had to be done. Um, but it's good. I'm, I'm back now. Um, 
and we'll keep it going as long as we can. We're still here. We're still kicking. Still pushing forward. I'm looking forward to it, man. And as soon as you can, uh, you decide to come back and do that kind of content or wherever, uh, you know, that type of content or any type of content we're going live again, please let me know because, uh, you know, that gives me some time to breathe. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'd be like, go watch him on Friday, man. <laughs> we're good, man. I'll, I'll come on after the fact, man. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I'd love to I'd love to see more of you guys. You, Ocean Grown. We're uh, here. Be we'll be around. Awesome. Lot, lots more to come. Don't you worry. Cool. Thank you, my friend. You have an amazing night, and uh, you too. I can't thank you again, man. Much respect, man. Much respect. Thank you. I appreciate it, and thank you, everyone in chat. I appreciate all the kind words. We'll be back again. Don't you worry, man. This will not be the last time. All right. We'll See talk you, to you soon, my friend. Bye, everybody. Bye. Man, what an awesome uh, episode, huh? Huh? Man, I am fucking stoked, stoked that uh, this was this opportunity came about. Thank you guys for showing me, letting me know that Doggo, I got it right once. Doggo was back in IG, helped point me back, helped me get him on the show, make this meet possible. Can't give you guys enough props for the. The help you make give, give me in making this show move forth day after day, night after night. Uh, it's an amazing time, a- amazing experiment, experience, an amazing community. Well, I'm gonna take a break, stretch out for a minute, jump in the rabbit hole, at least get it started. I may fade out while it's going and get some work done, but at least I'll try to get it going to see if some of you guys want to jump on, hang out, get it running for the community tonight. If not, no big deal. I appreciate you guys either way. Thank you for tuning in tonight. All the weed nerds I've seen, nutrient shootouts, Naughty Nikki, all the other fucking weed nerds that I Aaron chat. Much respect to all you guys. You guys want to join me in the rabbit hole? Please do. If not, thank you for tuning in. Do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. I can't emphasize that enough. And uh, I'll see you guys in a few. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you very much, Doggo the Hut. Diego, as I know, yeah. I know old habits, old habits are hard to break. Oh, man. One more minute to go out on the twenty. I'll give you guys the dab song, but I wouldn't want to copyright this. It's 219. I got to go out with the dab. Hey, Shotgun Willie, Stu Moo, Pixel Monkey. There's a weed nerd. And Johnny Kane, the seed. Mike B, 42420. It's almost 20. Love for the plant. Jose Martinez. Ready to hit that hot fire. Here you guys go, 220. Cheers, guys. (laughs) Hopefully you got one going. Alexi, thank you for tuning in. Twisted Roots, 
Michigan Love. Smiley, if you're listening. Modern Genetics. Everybody, I'll see you in a few minutes. Cheers.